And look at that. We're actually at, nearing the close of the month with the new episode. Yeah, which we recorded, what, like episode one was recorded? Uh, the 3rd of January. It was in January, did yeah. it? Oh, shit. We're actually doing much better with this than I thought. I mean, we're. I wanted this to be like a bi-weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. Things get in the way. You know, I just moved. I just got a new apartment into which a new fantastic. apartment. Which is fantastic. Thank you. It's, uh, I like it, too, and Catherine likes it, too, so we're pretty happy about that. But we haven't had uh, time to really make another episode up until today, so hopefully from this moment forward, we will be able to do a bi-weekly podcast. That is the goal I want to set. But, you know, whatever. That's Let's take a moment to uh, thank the people who listened to the first podcast. You guys have actually given us pretty solid reception to it. Boy, all six of you. <laughs> hey, that's six more than anybody who doesn't have a podcast. This is true. That's, that's six more than, than zero, and that's... <laughs> big math. <laughs> yeah, big, big math. I did that in my head, by the way. Look at that. Oh, I hope, shit. I hope my parents are proud. <laughs> no, but no, really, thank you, because even in some of the uh, private talks that I've had with some of you who have listened, people I know and people I don't know... You do like what we're talking about, and you like pretty much the way we do it, and it's 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 consistent Excellent. with how we're expecting to be for the rest of this podcast for however long the duration is. Until we die. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing this until I die, or maybe, I don't know, maybe I will. I'll be like 80 years old and Yo, still talking shit. In, full like heart monitor going in the background, <laughs> just straight up dying, but all the way to the ass moment you're going to hear. So how about that PS27? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to live long enough to see a PlayStation 27. (laughs) (laughs) I think I also gave my health way too much credit. I don't think I'm going to live to see the old fucking PlayStation 27. They won't even announce PlayStation 5, dude. Like, weren't they supposed to be talking about that already? Like, by now? Should they have already talked about it? What's going on with how E3 is kind of like on a downward spiral? They're probably just going to hit it like with our direct style that Nintendo has. Like, hey, man, no no conference. Just boom, here it is. Here's the price tag. Get ready for it in like six months or so. I mean, I guess if it's more cost effective for them. I'm, I'm okay with it. I think Look, it's fine. We're going to the digital age, as we know, and by the, by the time PS27 comes out, we're just going to be beaming the content directly into our brains. There's going to be no console. just going to be like a hard boot that you just go to the doctor to install, and then you're just like, okay, cool. I'm going to touch my hand to my monitor or my game space, <laughs> and then bam, RLG right Yeah, what kind of fucking science fiction world are you dreaming Look, up there? every time Black Mirror or whatever oh. shows up, we just keep getting closer to the horrible future that, you know, we were destined to be. We're going to implode, right? Shit, it's going to th- be the, the 31st. <laughs> if we make it to any century that's in the 30s, it's going to yeah. be just a whole, like, you know what? Living is weird. Let's living, just digitize our futures and living, living put ourselves is in this vat, this let's bag of super juice that just lets me feel everything and nothing at the same time. Let's just, let's just stop doing that thing we call living. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, on today's episode, we wanted to talk about some unpopular games that we actually like. You know, games that either didn't sell well or just weren't received well by the community, by the fan base and stuff. And then on the flip side, we also then want to talk about games that are very popular for for similar reasons that we absolutely hate or can't stand or whatever. So um, I guess I'm going to let Kildros open with it. So here's the, here's the issue with that, right? So my particular issue as far as popular to unpopular, I have always been late to the curve because a lot of these unpopular games that come into late. So I'll even say from like some of my heyday stuff. If I go back to like day one, on the PS2, a game came out called Bujin Guy, right? And I don't think anybody listening knows what the hell that is. It was a very off-culture game that was like a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of thing, and it used the guy Got 
as the main character. I don't know if you guys remember him from like um, Dirge of Cerberus. He was like the theme song singer for that. They just kind of stuck him in as like. Oh, oh you're saying Gact? Yeah, Gact. That's what it is. Oh, you Gact. said you said God. Oh my god, I, I probably offended so many fans just now. But yeah, he was <laughs> well, like Genesis or something in Final Fantasy Adventure. Well, hold on, hold. is is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? I have it's, no clue. Is it Gact? Gact. I don't know. I thought it was Gact. Just give him that. Just like, give him that hard vowel. Like a children, like that children's toy. <laughs> Gact. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It's like it's like a. Uh, Slime? I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like weird jello that never degrades. No, I, 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 I that just <laughs> sounds gross. <laughs> it, it felt gross. It felt gross in my little child hands. But, but see, that's the thing. Like the niche part of that is that it was well developed. It was fun to play, but mm-hmm. I can promise you, nobody ever heard about it. This at is all. the first I've ever heard about right? it myself. And then a, a very similar thing happened, and this is something that both of us played that we liked that I'm sure no one else heard of. Is on PS3. It's called Folklore. Tell me if you remember Folklore. I I do remember Folklore, and I did enjoy it. And Folklore had this kind of like comic book cinematic thing going on for it, Mm -hmm. where it's like all stills that moved. And Mm -hmm. then you had imaginary creatures that you kind of used in like an action-based comic. You, You fight them, you pull their soul, and they become a weapon. Yeah, and then I remember like uh, your like your triangle button mm-hmm. that would be like its own separate attack. Mm-hmm. But for that attack, a, a special creature would come out, and it would only do that attack. Mm-hmm. And when you press square for in, like for a instance, creature. a different creature would come out, and that would be like its own attack. And I always thought that was super fucking cool. And the gimmick on that is that it used the PS3's motion for a while. Like you could actually lift and flick it and move to like reap oh, the soul and everything. Shit, bro, you just brought me back to the days when that was like a thing. Right. When so- motion controls were like <laughs> it, they were in. Right. So if you want to talk about uh, current one, all right, it's Anthem. All right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn it. I was gonna open with that. I should have opened. Yo, never <laughs> listeners. Never let your friends go first. Always, always be first. Honestly, but that's if if I'm not going back to like '94 to 2008, that's the most current thing that I can think of right now that was just really really critically destroyed but i had so much fun <laughs> Bro, with that i know that's exactly every time i talk to anybody about it i'm like yo i know all the problems that it has even my own brother tells me like he had a, a litany of connection issues like he just there was a time where he just could not play the game because mm-hmm. as soon as he would play it it would boot him to the main menu as like sorry you lost connection to the ea servers because it's ea servers and he just he couldn't play the game so he just had it left like a really bad taste in his mouth mm-hmm. i think he completed it i think he did beat the game he mm-hmm. went through it all he actually beat it before i did but um it left a sour taste in his mouth and he really like whenever he reflects on it he doesn't reflect on it like kindly mm-hmm. if you will i had some connection issues definitely usually whenever i tried to play co-op which is why i ended up just kind of like soloing the mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. Well, that game is fun. I, like, I can't deny that I had a good time playing that game. Mm-hmm. I did not have a bad time playing it. I liked it a lot. And I always hear people, like, trashing it on online and stuff. I hear people. I always read uh, people. I, I hear their voices in my head. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I always read people trashing it online. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I can't deny the things, their criticisms, because they're valid criticisms. But I think that what is there... The gameplay loop that is there, the fucking the flying, the shooting, like the the com like the comboing of abilities and stuff. I think all that shit is really fun. Like it's it's so fun that I put up with some of the other bullshit of the game, like the fucking eight loading screens that you have to go through <laughs> just to, to do anything really. Do you want to start this mission? Oh my god! Load load up into the menu to load into your machine 
to then load the outside level to then load the mission. Like, it was so many fucking loading screens for, like, fucking nothing. And when you unlock something, you can't even equip it when you're out in, in the, the field. field. It's like, yo, go through, like, four more loading screens, and then and then you can use all your loot and stuff. And Which that became very tedious. changed. You can actually do that in the current state. Did they? Yes. They Ooh. actually made a lot of, like, quality of life Ooh. things to change. But you Wait. know what? They definitely spoke to the Sonic 06 people, and they're like, how do <laughs> we do what you did people? and be more aggravating? Bro, is- <laughs> Was that gonna be one of your games? Did you yes. just spoil it? Was yes. Sonic 06 gonna yes. be? Is that so? That's a unpopular game that you like. And the thing is, like, I didn't like it to where I would able to complete, like, go to completion. But I like aspects of it that I can remember it positively mm-hmm. because it looked great. I remember when they were doing the teasers for it. Okay, yeah. and Sonic was like in this very unfamiliar Sonic space. I mean, he was in like the levels didn't even look like a Sonic game. The machines he was fighting didn't look like a Sonic it had, game. It had kind of like a a more I don't want to say realistic look mm-hmm. to it, but it was it was less playful. Yes. I they, guess. It was more of a hard injection of Sonic into the real world. Like if Sonic was standing yeah. around with people. I mean, even the designs of like Robotnik and everything were just very different. Like Sonic was the only recognizable character and all <laughs> his other animal Sonic. friends, but the people were different. And then they spent all much all that time going into that and hyping me up for it, and then they just didn't do it all I mean it was a slog, but like it wasn't a slog that I wanted to like kill myself doing. It was in, it was an enjoyable slog to a point. There's some times where I'm just like, wow, this game is really breaking. But I mean, <laughs> it just it would not work sometimes. For what it's worth, though, I feel like it's just I could not give my give myself the the reason to d- throw it away because this was the Sonic Adventure three that the child in me wanted. Yes, and it I was, was just like, I have to get through it because I don't know if I'll mm-hmm. ever get a chance to experience a Sonic Adventure three in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I liked it partly because I was a fan of Sonic. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it as one of my unpopular games that, that I really like. I, I liked it enough to complete it mm-hmm. and to try to play it because it was like the only Sonic game out at that time. And mm-hmm. like, I think I had just got the Xbox 360 around that time that mm-hmm. that game was coming out or had come out. I love the soundtrack. That shit has such a good soundtrack. That's probably the best Sonic soundtrack that I can remember that I think it's it's probably that one it's either that one or Adventure 2 it's it's between those two like those two are definitely the best soundtracks that Sonic has ever had yeah we can never sleep on Crush 40 but (laughs) no but the new stuff was was, new stuff was super good um my gripes with that game was that it was just a technical piece of shit. That mm-hmm. game was just so fucking broken. Mm-hmm. It was so broken that like, it would get to the point where sometimes I just I couldn't even finish a level because I would just get stuck. It was like, I remember like the first level, I think, in the game. It, it's like a like an ocean side, mm-hmm. like a beach level. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's tradition, I guess. Yep. Um, and there's like a part where you have you hit like one of like those little boosters and it's and it and it shoots Sonic out and then he I don't know he like slides he like baseball slides on water because yes. because it's hedgehog <laughs> physics <laughs> and, he, and he slides on the water and then you have to like slide on the water until you hit like one of like those uh those like like yeah the loops sp- yeah like I guess yeah, yeah the a loops stone loop. mm-hmm. yeah the stone loop yeah exactly but it's like look how I, intimate I am with that man. exactly <laughs> what you're a Sonic fan <laughs> so he like you, you hit the booster and then it shoots you into the water and then like you lose all the speed that you had for some fucking reason. I, I mean, well, ideally, that's actually pretty fucking realistic. <laughs> you know, like, like, in a weird way, that's actually the only realistic part about it is that you lose speed once you start to hit the the water, mm-hmm. but it's like you lose too much speed. Yeah. 
because I definitely came in there way hotter than that. You know, actually at least like skid like like a weird blue pebble mm-hmm. at least. You know, but no, you just go super slow, and then when you when you hit the loop. You don't, you don't get any faster, so mm-hmm. like you're running on that loop in fucking slow motion. Mm-hmm. I think you, you can probably go into YouTube. Anybody yeah. who's listening to this, you can probably go into YouTube and look at a playthrough of Sonic from 2006, and just look at the first level. And I think it's like I think it happens all the time, mm-hmm. if not like at least 90 percent of the time, mm-hmm. because every time I would play that level, that should happen, and it was it was the worst thing over. And that's not even like the worst glitches that that game right, has like right. the weird like physics that sometimes that it runs into yeah exactly that was just, that was glitch one mm-hmm. that was glitch one that game actually has surprise hidden boss fights and all the boss fights are in the fucking code like the code <laughs> is the fucking boss fight because it's just it's such a shit game oh my gosh if you remember <laughs> going to any boost section where like sonic would stop and it's like oh i gotta catch up to this thing and i can only move very tightly left and oh, right oh yeah and if you bumped into something yeah. the camera would leave you behind <laughs> and consider it a death <laughs> and you know what's weird that was like the most fun I had in that game like like the little chase sequences <laughs> yeah. or like when you're chasing Eggman's like egg station right. or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> called <laughs> when, you, when you're chasing his, his fucking like armada in the sky mm-hmm. and like when you're running away from the, the fire vortex yeah, yeah. In, in the city mm-hmm. and shit because you find out you're like the Iblis trigger yeah. spoiler spoiler, spoiler. but uh, it's no use. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That game is not on my list. I feel like that is, I like I liked it enough where like I would secretly beat it, but I wouldn't try to like like Anthem for instance to go back mm-hmm. to that. Like I would I would at least try to like mm-hmm. not argue, but I would give some points and be like, well, you know, you know, I actually had a pretty cool story. It was pretty well written. <laughs> yeah. You know, it has fun gameplay, <laughs> but I see what you mean. It has all these problems. Sonic 06, I would never I would never do that. Like if if someone randomly came up to me. And I was like on the street or something. If I randomly uh, stopped being an introvert and went outside, and someone bumped into me and was like, "Hey, man, Sonic 06, that game is fucking trash." I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> I mean, There'd I'm, not, no gonna, there. I'm like, yeah. not gonna fight you either. But the, it's just, oh my god, I, I think it's just because I, I was one of those Sonic fans back in the day. Like, I'm not a DeviantArt Sonic fan, uh, oh, but shit, a DeviantArt Sonic I am fan. I definitely, I was definitely like, bro, Sonic's the coolest man. Everybody's, every, nobody can be Shadow, like Silver. <laughs> He's not fast. He's not cool. Shadow's the faker. (laughs) Not Sonic. In case no one could piece that together. So what else you got on your list there, man? Damn. Well, you you already took Anthem from me. I'm pretty upset about that, actually. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to forgive you. Yeah, spiked him out of the Anthem. (laughs) Um, A game that is not very popular, at least didn't um, release into into good Mm -hmm. critical acclaim. It's a high critical acclaim. I, I'm fucking that up. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what I'm trying to say, but words. Yeah. Um. I. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to say for honor. People shitted on for honor. That's a fair. Lot. Yeah. People shitted on that game a lot. Um. And it was. They have points, right? Like they. They. They have things definitely to be upset about when it comes to for honor. Like it was the peer to peer system did not work with four versus four. Mm-hmm. Like it just it wasn't happening. The connection was terrible. Someone someone rage quits and the whole match is ruined. Like that's it. You're you're done. The you have to go back to the menu to fucking kick you out. It just it, it was not good. Um, it also had a lot of like gameplay issues. There was a lot of bugs, and the worst thing about the bugs in for honor. Is that For Honor is a competitive game, right? It's a multiplayer game. So you're fighting other people trying to trying to take their heads off and stuff. What sucks about the glitches in that game is that they were exploitable. 
there yeah. were glitches that you can exploit to get the upper hand mm-hmm. on other players. So it's like you can essentially, I mean, like, I don't even want to call it, I guess, it, I mean, it is cheating, right? Like, yeah. it is cheating just I mean, because it's in the game, like, but it's... This is not like your GDC exploit. This is your, okay, it's written in here. It's visibly <laughs> bad. Yeah. No one has adjusted it, and then they've let people run rampant with it. Yeah, and then they tried to do a tournament. Like yeah, a Ubisoft oh sponsored yo, tournament, and like everybody, you know, everybody just everybody just picked Nabushi and Warlord, and they just did the bullshit, and they did the bullshit the entire fucking tournament. I'm like, yo, why, the why would you do that? Was so pissed, okay, <laughs> that you could feel the venom when he handed victory <laughs> to them, and he said, "Oh, you, you're gonna know that's not gonna happen again." Like. Enjoy this while you can now. <laughs> yeah, and enjoy cheating while you can, you piece of shit. Yeah. But I, I want I want the listeners to know that Kildros, I almost said your real name again, mm-hmm. that Kildros is holding himself back because when when we were talking about this before, he did the accent. All right, and he's trying not to get canceled, but know that there's an accent that he does that it's associated with what he just said right now, and I'm upset that he's not doing it, but I understand because... <laughs> Your boy's trying to survive on the internet. Yeah, we, we, we have to have a like a, a closed door, possible alcohol related session, and there's gotta be a closeness before you even <laughs> catch that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you should start a Patreon. <laughs> I think you should start a Patreon and <laughs> and the rewards is every month you have a video of you just unbridled Kildros, just talking all your shit. Not for the thin-skinned, right. not for the easily insulted few, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it pretty much what it's going to amount to is that people are going to pay you money for you to shit talk them. Yeah. And if you succeed in doing that, I will forever be jealous. I because mean, there's, look, there's that a market. Be the best job ever. There is a market for it. It's just I don't think I'm the right gender for it yet. <laughs> there's a market <laughs> for it. Okay, hold on. This, this is a sidebar. I know this is a gaming podcast <laughs> and stuff. And I caught myself before, like my mind was already starting to wander. Like the fucking. ADHD was already like I felt it creeping. I felt it creeping up. I was like, change the subject, change the subject, change the subject. Talk about some other shit. <laughs> Confuse everybody. So I, I have it under control, but I do need to say like this one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine, my girlfriend, was telling me that there is actually a like a market out there for women to shit talk the dude, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like he he derives like pleasure yeah. from yep. just being shit talked yep. too, but it's like they never yeah. like interact physically, and like. I, I, I assume there's an exchange of money, some type of currency, maybe yeah, some pesos get is. thrown your way. But it's like, dude, really? Just shit? I mean, I'm so surprised this is new. Like, I'm so surprised that this is like, a, well, not that it's new Like, for it's you. new to me. Yeah. Like, like that, I didn't know. Like, yeah, that's weird as fuck. What do you mean you're so yeah, But you know, but here's the thing, because like, I feel like I've experienced that weird. so much before. Like, I mean, even in TV, they've had that thing. I mean, like, the whole. Yeah, but that's, that's make the The femdom thing is so big. Like, okay, okay, hold on. But that's different. I'm getting though, like, to it. That's, that's the facet of it. It's not the femdom you know with, like, the. the the, the one that goes strict to sex. Okay. There's a femme dom where it's just a female dominating you in um, some aspect, whatever. What the fuck? As far as, like, dude, I'm sure you've seen the Twitter where there's a guy on his knees with money and he crawls up to the front door, <laughs> all right? And he doesn't make eye contact with the woman at all. She shit talks him. She, she He hands her the money. Fuck. Kisses her feet and Fuck, then she like foot dude. pushes him out of the room what and that's what he wants. Sh- he crawled sh- up the the walkway to the door. <laughs> what the fuck? 
What, what am I? What have I been doing in my life? I'm fucking. I'm wasting. The, I'm you not know, doing you, that you know shit. Just you have more money. self-respect for your. For, uh, you have more self-respect. So even when these things are happening, you're already dismissing them as a thing. Because I'm sure you've seen it in film and TV, and you're just like, what the fuck? What, is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck is that? How one? dare this be a niche? How dare there be a market? Not to mind, mind you, if you guys are making your bank on that, you know what? Get the bag or whatever. But. I'm not telling you to stop yeah, doing we're not, that. There we're not criticizing you right, if no that's criticizing. your hustle. Just letting you know, Actually, a, the way there's something on the internet for something, there's a market for everything. People watch right. people eating, okay? There's people oh who God, make you know, money just th- chewing stuff. We're, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to close that yeah. off with, <laughs> if anybody wants to pay me money to kick you in the face, like that's... I'm 100% available for that. I got a flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. Just hit me up on Twitter. Right. I will kick you in the face for but, money. But back to like For Honor. Perfectly. Right? Oh, shit. That's... Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Back, back to so the like, games. So, yeah, that was one of those games that like... And I'm so glad that they kept up with it oh. to make it come up again. Fantastic it's not, support. I mean, it's not super crazy big like I would have loved to it. I would have loved to no. see it on like main stage regularly. But yeah. the people behind it and the community behind it cared enough to keep it going. Because what... The state, the state of it right now is so much better than the beginning. It really is. I mean, there's still little kinks to work out, whatever. They're on like year four now, right? Yeah, That's year four, four years. Got new heroes coming and everything. Yeah. So four years of support mm-hmm. for a game that launched out the gate, and it was pretty much like it, mm-hmm. it was dying. Like it was dying yeah. like like months to. I'm sure you know, Anthem like, would have hoped for that same juice. <laughs> but look, uh, they're coming uh, out with 2.0 soon, so just you know hold yeah, back to that. A- Anthem. They they are planning on I don't want like I guess rebooting it mm-hmm. is I don't know if that's the correct term. I mean it's kind of a sequel. It, it's not the Damn, reboot a is sequel? The, yeah because the thing is they are, are they adding story they're adding content yeah but they're re, it's a rework plus an add on that's what I've gotten to understand from what the developer has said. Hmm. Because I wouldn't call it a 2.0 and then I think that's what they're calling it. I mean I wouldn't call oh. it 2.0 without there being more. Like I would I I would be. You might as well come to my house and beat me if I said, okay, here's the same game I gave you. I'm going to slap a two on it and just give you a rework. No, I'm going to give you more stuff and listen to what you told me, change it all, and then expand. Because if you guys like the game, you want more of it, right? You're not going to go back to do more of the same that works now. You want more of the same in addition to plus new crap. That's how I would think about it. If I had the resources to do it, I would do that. I would never give you the same game over. I can't. I couldn't do it. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I, honestly, I'm I'm down for anything that they decide mm-hmm. to do as long as they come back and try to support it. Support it the same way that Ubisoft supports their games when they don't exactly perform mm-hmm. as you know as projected or mm-hmm. how like they wanted. They stick with it. They don't just abandon the games. Yeah, and I think absolutely. that's something that EA has done in the past. Um, I can't think of any game in particular right now, but I'm pretty sure like that's not something that they. Like I, I I don't remember he, ever hearing that they stuck around like oh we made you know Mass Effect Andromeda a good game now randomly it's like well, I don't I don't think they did that too. yeah Battlefront Two is is actually another game thank you for bringing that up that's actually another game that I I like a lot mm-hmm. very rocky start yes oh my god probably one of the worst it was so bad that it got like media attention and it be it's like the poster child for like the bullshit that is online games with microtransactions mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. uh, the, on the plus side though i think in the future battlefront 2 can be seen as the game that killed microtransactions mm-hmm. it's, by it, itself imagine yeah yeah exactly like i feel like the the bullshit that revolved around that game when it first came out i mean microtransactions i feel are, are here to stay i don't think they're ever gonna go away mm-hmm. they make too much money for mm-hmm. people that freedom yeah. stuff yeah it's it's too good of a deal for developers 
that they're just going to give it up. Like, they're not going to give it up. It's right. not going to go away. But I think that we can look back a couple of years from now on Battlefront 2 as, like, the game that, like, they reigned it in. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it, it, microtransactions were just... It was a fucking plague mm-hmm. for a while. It was, it was bullshit. Like, the things that they would sell you that you can pay for, like, sometimes you didn't even get, like, your money's worth out of it. It was, like, it was just something dumb. But it's, mm-hmm. like, like, $20 for a fucking skin. You know, not pointing any elbows at any games but $20 for a fucking skin dude that's mm-hmm. that's insane that's mind you there are now. people in the mod community that you can give them a fraction of that and they can give you 8 skins that are all quality <laughs> probably for free just for the love of the game mm-hmm. um but yeah, I think that because of because of what happened with that game, now any game that has microtransactions is probably gonna be it's gonna be criticized a little bit more, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be under much more scrutiny. I don't think anybody's gonna try the same the same type of microtransactions mm-hmm. that we're seeing in games like mm-hmm. Battlefront Two in the beginning. Yeah, and, and strictly older, cosmetic like, games. Check that. Yeah, so I don't I don't think they're gonna be doing stuff like that egregious anymore. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, they're still going to be around. And I personally, I don't really want them to go away. Like if there's, if it provides support for the developer and it gives them money and I can, they can keep making the games that mm-hmm. I like, I don't mind. Like Monster has microtransactions and those are the best ones. Like you, you, you want some skins for the handler for like your pig mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you want some, Pendants, some emotes stuff and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. It's like bullshit. It's, it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. to some people it does, mm-hmm. you know? And, and some of the things I buy just because I want to support them and right. I want them to keep making Monster right. Hunter games and stuff so it's like yeah i'll buy it but it's like, it doesn't really affect the game and you don't need it and you're not really i've never felt like i was missing out on not having mm-hmm. the dlc the right. paid dlc from Monster center right. you know like the little bullshit thing i yeah. never feel like i'm missing out or like wow my like I'm, i don't have as cool shit because i didn't pay extra money you know i don't feel that way so and that's what's very good about that is they don't have to make games sink or swim anymore before it was you put everything into it it has to sell the numbers <laughs> it has to move the units now True. the only thing is what people have to make sure is that the developers don't get lax with that. Yeah, you don't have to go all in now, but don't set it up to where you can give us an incomplete thing and then use the Which, microtransactions mm-hmm. to kind of fund the back end. Yeah. Still commit everything you can to the base so that yeah. it's strong, the foundation mm-hmm. is great, so that when people support you, they're supporting something that already works. Yeah, and I mean, I can't... I don't have any information on any of that, but I, I think there have been at least a couple of developers that definitely sold an incomplete game and were like, mm-hmm. oh, surprise, here's here's the rest of the game if right. you want to pay another $30. I, mean, I could, <laughs> I could call a name right it. now, but I, I don't want to do that yet. Yeah, that's not, not what we're about here. We're Ooh, not about ready? calling I'm going to hit you with a flashback again, Okay. but it's a game that we probably agree in the same vein about being unpopular when we liked. Okay. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Oh, my God. Of course. Of course, you would bring her up, the, <laughs> the one that got away. <laughs> and by got away, I mean Sony never made a fucking sequel. They better because look, I'm gonna I'm tell you this right now. It had it, it because it didn't use the Smash formula. It lost a little bit of what it could have been. I agree. But I should have copied more for what it what it was combo wise, character roster wise. I think they did a really good thing. The the supers were cool because it kind of lends back to an older game that has similar similar gameplay. But it's like they didn't do enough with it to make it feel like a full game. It was a little too surface level. It was just like, okay, that's kind of... The gameplay loop was too... What shallow. It? Shallow, that's it, right? Yeah. It's a waiting it's pool gameplay. It's really just... Ugh. You don't even get your ankles wet with that. But <laughs> you don't. let me tell you, if any of you have entered the competitive scene with that, that thing gets just as wild as Smash. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe the intensity. There's some, like, zero-to-death loops and, like, straight strings to supers and, like, character-specific matches that you have to learn. I wasn't expecting that. 
I was so confident with what I was doing in this game, thinking yeah. that nobody would play it. And then I'm over here fighting up against, like, you know, PR-type people. Shit, dude. I remember going in a match to, to such intensity that I thought we were there for two hours. Because <laughs> the amount of teching and in space Damn. and, like... Dude said fucking time and space warped around yeah. me while I was playing this game. It was it was so intense, and I was like, "Why is this game not popular? Why is this a side cart?" And then I, I understood know. because it's had to compete with things that have just done the formula better. Yeah, Smash has been um, honing its craft for many years, mm-hmm. and this is kind of like it's a newcomer. Mm-hmm. It it did have star power, had had awesome characters in it. I I love the PlayStation All Stars roster more than any Smash game. More mm-hmm. than if you put all the Smash games together mm-hmm. which i think I, that's kind of like what ultimate is right i think it has all the characters yeah all of them yeah all okay so, so 70 plus yeah so all 70 of those like no i like i would i would still i still like the characters that were in all stars like way more diversity is what it is you don't have one to two to three of your ips having you're like 60 percent right. of the no you're it, right there was no shared there, there was no shared character nobody was a, a paired with anybody else from their own game well th- I guess, well, yeah, I guess the the two coals are kind of like a special. Yeah, case. I was They're thinking like of that, but that's, other, a, that's but... a special case. They just wanted to kind of give you like an alt. Yeah. But right, like, but every character sense. was from their own game. You're right. No, and they had enough. They had enough IPs that they could throw in there that mm-hmm. it's like I didn't even feel like it was a small roster. I felt mm-hmm. like it was a good roster. I could actually play, mm-hmm. learn the and matchups against not everybody. One character had a sample move that was apparent in any other one of them. They all had unique movements. Nobody had the same up air, or down air, or forward or tilt. Damn, I don't remember it to that level, but I hope you're right because yeah. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to play I mean, that game again sometimes. Like just to give you an example, right? Mm-hmm. Nariko and Raiden. They're the only two characters that have like a constant attack in the air, and they did not have the same animation. Didn't Dante have one too? Dante had. He, yeah, I think he had, he his had one too. Right? And he, and he was like a yeah, he had one too. But, but even different. when you think about it, right? Yeah, I guess. Stinger rising his rising attack his drop attack even though they did the same thing functionally they yeah. did not look the same that's the <laughs> oh, thing that's right. so okay. crazy so, about yeah kind of like how like the falcon kick looks like the the warlock kick the, no the not even kick no um. because they have the same they work the same visually and they work the same kind of technically as well yeah. like give me give me an example right if naruko does her downward movement uh-huh. it's not her sword dragging you down it's her leg but okay. if Dante does his downward movement, it's the sword that we're familiar from the game. Right, that, that's what I'm saying. So like the the animations were, like at least like they at least like look different, even if they're like technically like do yeah, like, working do the, the same, same thing. but like so different that you couldn't say they're right. the same move. Okay, right? yeah. So that's all I was meaning about the Falcon kicks. I was I saying the Falcon like, kicks are the opposite. They're the same, same shit. Keep them, I treat them as the same move, just one slower than the other one to me, and more. Sh- right, I, I was I was saying that more as like a, as like the opposite of what PlayStation All Stars. Oh, gotcha. I was saying gotcha, like gotcha, like gotcha. Smash doesn't do that. Yes. Smash sometimes like it has like the pre, it's pretty much like the same exact. Like every animation. every yeah. Fire Emblem there except for Corrin and Violet. Yeah, um, I'm, I had to like really quickly think of mm-hmm. all the Fire Emblem characters in there and think that they all the same there. Yeah, I guess they got similar narratives. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Well, just and Ike, too. Swipe swipe. I forgot about Ike, too. So it's pretty much just Marth, Lucina, Roy, Krom. Mm, that's and, four already. Yeah, that is. There's four. <laughs> that's four too many, you hear? <laughs> um, PlayStation All-Stars. I, I like that game. I'm upset that it was not more popular. I actually don't know how popular that game was. I guess not enough to get a fucking sequel. But I hope that one day just just to give maybe. you an example of PlayStation the, like, 5 please the lack of popularity okay yeah you could get online and bump into the same person six times consecutively and oh, it didn't no. matter where they were in the world that's just how the, 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 <sighs> the, the, if you wanted There's to do a, people playing this game if you wanted to go to a venue for it 
the furthest I've ever driven to play that game competitively was two hours, okay? And that was because it was being featured in Orlando. Wow. And I was just, I just happened to be close enough. Yeah. Yeah, it, it struggled. That's fucking whack. Oh, no. PS5, bring it, bro. PS5, give me a PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2 or something. I, I would love that. I, w- I would love a PlayStation All-Stars as a launch title. I hope that it was, like, the best-kept secret, and mm-hmm. they've been just secretly toiling away at it. They've just been working on it. They're like, that's not showing anything mm-hmm. until, like, pretty much, like, a week before PlayStation 5 launches. Like, oh, by the way, PlayStation All-Stars 2, so I can finally stop. I, I don't need a Switch anymore. I can just sell it. I can stop playing Smash, because I love platform fighters, but Smash is currently the only one that, that I actually enjoy playing to some degree you know mm-hmm. i have my problems with that game but the newest one at least yeah before um, you got no not rivals or the other battle thing i didn't like just, them too much they're they're, they're fun for their community but it's just they don't yeah. have that thing. it, it, don't it have didn't that grab spice. me yeah it, it didn't grab me it might be like a production value thing i think they lack production value that's a fair you know so fair. it's just like i i kind of I, I need playstation all stars to come back so that can be my platform fighter and i can i can focus on that and be just good at it hopefully install it on the console so when i boot it up i'm just looking through my tiles i'm like wait that's a game here <laughs> that's a game here. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> they, they just already pre-installed it for you like surprise bitch comes with the playstation 5 <laughs> you're welcome right and the on only the- thing we have to pay for is one more character boom done sell this up i i'd be i'd be I'd be down for that. This next one, this next game that I want to bring up, I I don't know, I don't know if it wasn't commercially popular. Uh, this was a time where where this series that I'm about to talk about was just not very popular outside of its region. I don't know. I think the community is pretty split on this one. At least every time I hear anybody talking about here or read anybody talking about it, it seems like it's a pretty it's pretty split down the middle. People had a lot of grievances with it. Some people just flat out didn't like it, but I love Monster Hunter Try. I love that fucking game. That, for a time, it might still be my favorite Monster Hunter game today. It's not the best one, definitely. Like that's Monster Hunter World is 100%. is objectively the best Monster Hunter game ever created. But my personal favorite is probably still Monster Hunter Try. Third generation was so good. I love that generation. And I know why people didn't like it. Like When, when Try first came out, it was like missing weapons. It didn't have all the weapons. I think like there was like no dual blades or something in Monster. Yeah, Monster Hunter tried, not uh, yeah, Three not Ultimate. Ultimate. No, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think back to that. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I honestly, sure I yeah, that. I don't think it did. Yeah, it was like missing weapons that were like already in older Monster Hunter. So like mm. it didn't make sense for them not to be there. It was really strange, and people had a problem with the underwater combat, which was the best part to me. But you know, I, I, I agree. Know. Like underwater combat. That is just something that I don't think I don't think any other game has ever captured that feeling of like changing changing the environment to where it changes how you fight so much that has it has such an impact on the gameplay. You know, because obviously there's games that have underwater sections and get, and even some games that have some combat. Like a Devil May Cry one had underwater mm-hmm. combat. You know, you had like a little harpoon gun and you shoot, <laughs> but it's like, it, you know, it's it's what it's bullshit. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's yeah. not anything crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like Monster Hunter Try the underwater combat. I loved it. It was definitely difficult to control. I mean, it wasn't so bad for me because I played, um, I played Try on the on the Wii. Mm-hmm. So I had I had you know a fucking controller to like move around and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played Three Ultimate when when they released it on the Wii U. So it's like I I always had like a better control scheme than like the horrible 3DS, mm-hmm. which I will. I will always shit on the 3DS because that thing is the most uncomfortable console to hold in your hands. Like that, the, it's it's a it's a square and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel good in my hands. But 
Oh, I think it only feels good in like children's hands or people with small hands or something. I don't know because it's it, it's a pain in the ass to use, but I can see why underwater combat was hard on that system. It mm-hmm. didn't have a second analog at all, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to like you have to use a D pad to like adjust your camera if you want to be very like very precise with mm-hmm. it, and you have to just keep using the uh, the target camera mm-hmm. to look at the monsters and stuff, and to even to change your camera angle to like reset it so you can actually see where you're going and stuff so i I see why people don't like it but if you played it on consoles you played on home consoles that game was so good i loved it the the monster variety i think that's probably one of my favorite things about it too because obviously you had monsters that fight on land and you have monsters that fight in water and then you have some monsters that are amphibious that do both they Mm -hmm. can fight either or and it's just, it, the, just how dynamic the fights were in that game, where you're just you're you're fighting in it on land in one minute, and it's just like, oh, okay, you're beating my ass. I'm the I don't know, go home or do whatever it is that monsters, <laughs> whatever it is that monsters do. And it's just like, it, it jumps into the water, and then you you have to go chase it, and it just it's a completely different fight. You're like it's almost like you're not fighting the same monster anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's like he has the moves that you kind of like familiar with but it's changed now that you're underwater it's like it really felt like you were just fighting a whole it's different fight element. it's an element you know it's something so that that i started looking at and just because i kind of like cared more about like development things the way they would queue up the change of animations for monsters when they entered the water was so smart because it didn't break the immersion at all no. like like your cruise right you fight on land okay and then you knew it was getting ready to do all the water stuff because it would stop, arch itself, and then jump. And then when it did that, you already knew, okay, all you're going to deal with now is water-based fights. Yeah. And they always do it in and out of transition. So if Laggy Cruz is coming to beat you up on land, you get that little <laughs> skip sequence of the animation where he's leaving the water and then he's yeah. going to mess you up. Now, another thing that was super sick is that Monster Hunter, and this is just Monster Hunter in general, Monster Hunter always makes you feel like you're out of your element. You're always fighting something in their house, on their yeah, rules, in their terms. and whenever water came about, you realize, I really can't keep up. I am not a swimming creature, yeah, okay? Yeah, I'm a human with a stick, right? And, and, I'm, and I'm trying to fight this thunder gator. Yeah, and you know, and I think the one thing that Capcom did to kind of keep the water battles fresh is that they were very generous in the tells. There's ones that would catch you off guard, like for for instance, Plesioth, right? There's some times oh. where Plesioth would flop out of the water, dolphin dive, and then you'd think, oh, he's just falling face first. That's not gonna kill you. No, it's a it's a full oh, attack. Oh, the body. My favorite is when you're fighting close to land, and you think that he's leaving. Like you think that he's like, all right, I'm gonna go back on land now <laughs> because I'm an idiot and I'm a fish. And no, he's just he, he's doing that. He's doing that move. Um, oh my God, that that move from. No, from Pokemon. The, remember the old Pokemon cartoon where like uh, Charizard grabs that other lava monster? Oh yeah, that's like, like tossing. Yeah, and he fucking like spins around like the moon or whatever the fuck it is, and he just like drops down. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's the same energy. Yeah. Same energy you have, and he comes down and it and it just wrecks, wrecks you because it has body. such a large hitbox. Because it's his whole body. They did it right, and you know what? They didn't make even though you were not in your element they gave you enough to work with to where you could function it wasn't like just oh my god please i just want to get him out of the water now. yeah you no, were down never, there oh and if you're a lance that. you were a damn freaking jet turbine man. it's just like, <laughs> like a submarine just, just flying well, you, through and... you know me dude great sword great sword user for life i of just course. i tapped into i tapped into the power of of just no fear mm-hmm. energy just sit in front of a monster <laughs> you you hold one button and then you just you just let it go at the right time and you hope for the best, honestly. Yep. I think that's great sword in you know a nutshell. <laughs> just as you mentioned that, and this just brings me back it's super tiny sidebar. If that doesn't happen in the Monster Hunter movie, it's I mean it's already fraudulent to me, no. but if somebody doesn't whiff I, a great sword true charge, I, if we don't see somebody bro, sit there and stack it up. No. 
Enough, enough. I'm going to mute your mic. I'm going to mute your mic. We shall not discuss that horrible looking movie. I mean, look, if the movie ends up being good, I'll eat my words. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine, okay? Like, I mean, I'm not going to apologize to anybody, but I'll I'll feel slightly bad for half a second that I should talk that movie, and I'll get over it. But no, that movie looks like it's trash. I can't believe they're destroying one of my favorite series ever with their garbage-ass adaptation. I hate everything about that movie. I wish it didn't exist. Look. Look, if we get mad enough, they'll do like what they did to Sonic and they'll fix it. I think that's what will happen. I think we've shown that the fandom is strong. There's too much to fix. Killjoy, there's too much to fix. It's not just change Sonic from looking like a monster to change him <laughs> to looking like a Sonic. <laughs> you know, it's just, okay. this is very different. The whole, all of it, you know, that's not what this is about. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Stop talking right. about this. Let me, let me, <laughs> again, so let me, let me hit movie. you with uh, another flashback, okay? This is a series that I absolutely love and it's a sad thing that it got so like swept that the only continuations ever came to japan and even then they stopped it's the ape escape series now the reason why i love ape escape so much is not only was it like a fun little like toony actiony platform or capture gotcha kind of thing yeah but it used every button on the controllers for everything <laughs> it came out of i remember the first time i got a dual shot controller yeah Mind you, even before that, I bought Ape Escape not knowing, and the game straight up told me, if you don't have a DualShock controller, you cannot play this game. Oh, that's right, because originally they didn't have the two shoulder buttons, right? Not even that. The two shoulder buttons, the analogs, the rumble, you need every single Shit. facet of that. Alright? And the game made you use every button. Clicking in the L3 and R3, rotating both of them, all the shoulder buttons, the D-pad, the face buttons, even <laughs> pause. You gotta press, you gotta use every fucking button on this controller. Everything. If they had a secret button in, inside, they would make it cute for that too. And the thing that was so good about that is because it didn't feel like it was an, an arduous thing. Everything worked perfectly. And the levels were designed around it, gadgets were designed around it. The, the apes that you capture I had tools that you had to be really comfortable with everything and they did that for three games forward here in the US and then it paused yeah there were spinoffs on the PSP and everything but yeah. it's just like I haven't experienced anything like that in a game for a while where you feel like they built it for the console I mean look at we have consoles with so many gimmicks now we have the Kinect we have the motion sensor we have all this VR stuff coming out now that's like sidebarred but they knew they had something to work with in the kit and they made a game around it and that yeah. was impressive to me sorry correction yeah no i think ps1 definitely did have two shoulder buns but it was the analogs that right. she meant like you probably and what he means oh, by I, analogs, I had a, like PS, I had a ps1 in. without two controller with two shoulder buttons really yeah that's what i'm saying bro i oh, had some shit. it probably wasn't their official thing but it was definitely something <laughs> yeah. i owned because i remember playing tekken and like losing my mind when mad you can, cats when you, <laughs> i remember playing tekken back on like an underground demo disc and they were showing me that I could map like hard buttons to shoulders and I was like wow I need to get another controller I need to I need to evolve I need to evolve I need to join the current generation no, but of yeah, gaming. The last Ape Escape game that I even recall was like Ape Escape Million Monkeys or Million Monkey March or something. And <laughs> of course, it would have a fucking title like but that. It's like that was, and that was cool because it had a. I mean, that had multiplayer. Now it had like a co-op system. Shit. It had. It actually had like a battle system. It had really crazy gadgets in it, and it just never came. And the thing that hurts me is that sometimes I see the people on Twitter who were the developers behind it sitting there having like meetings and chilling out. I'm just like, come on guys, just get, the, get on it. Just give me one more. Give me a PS5 Ape Escape. 
They, I think they were testing the water, and you guys knew it, okay? All of you people who are fans of that game, you knew when they released two and one again on the PSN, they were like, if people buy this in droves, we may be, you know, we may feel inclined to give you another one. Maybe. They and it just you. right. didn't happen. Can, can I tell you something? I have never played an Ape Escape in my entire life. How dare you? I've, I've never played it. It just, it just wasn't what I was into. It's fun, man. It's really good. <laughs> you know, I don't you, doubt missed, that. you missed out on. You know, you probably had an N64 back then, right? What did you have during that time? Um, I remember I had it. I think I had an N64 and like a PS1. Yeah, no, I definitely. I was playing PlayStation around that time. What did you. What were you more into back then? I didn't. I didn't have a preference. Uh, it was. It was always about the game uh, for me. It was I always was like, definitely oh, it's into cool the action platformer very hard back then. I, I was, was stuff like Tomba. And oh, you mean like like genre wise, yeah. not like console wise? Oh yeah. yeah, no genre. Yeah, I was. I love platformers, dude. I used to. I used to play the shit out of Gex, hmm. Undercover Gecko. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like those games. Slither that we, <laughs> dude, you know, if they want to do a collection of that, I'll buy that in a heartbeat. I love the Gex series i think it's like a trilogy i think there was only three yeah. of them i used to love platforming games like that they were so good i used to play gex um army men that was a fun mm-hmm. game i remember that um i think army men 2 was more of a platformer because he had to like go like in a big kitchen and well it's a regular size kitchen yeah. but you're a toy <laughs> you, you know what i mean oh <laughs> but yeah i love platformers when i was growing up um i just i don't know it's just ape escape it just it, it didn't grab me i never i remember going to the store and I remember seeing like the cover of it and just thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to play that. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't want to catch monkeys. Sure. Like, I don't want to sure. catch monkeys. <laughs> it, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. But uh, speaking of platformers, and actually going back to the Sonic thing, because uh, you, your unpopular game that you liked that was a Sonic game was Sonic 2006. Mm-hmm. My unpopular game from Sonic that I actually really liked, that I, I still think it's probably one of the best ones. Like it's it's up there. It's it's up there with Adventure and Adventure Two. Mm-hmm. I I think is I loved Sonic Unleashed. I thought Sonic Unleashed was really good. So before you go, oh, was that an unpopular game or was it a split game? Like I feel like it I feel like it was like split. a fifty fifty. Like you, some some people right. liked it, some but you yeah. know I would say there's not, right. I, I can't bump it to anyone who's like yo Sonic Unleashed was, was right. great. Yeah, I can't me. really say that. Me right now. That's like, <laughs> that's, it. that's your only experience of someone talking positively about that game. So what about it that you liked? Well, I I think it grabbed all the all the elements of a of a three D Sonic game that worked and put them together and separated them so you're not so it's not taking you out of a specific type of like level design and mm-hmm. then dropping another one. It's not like like Sonic O six for instance. Mm-hmm. The, the your your choice. Um, there'd be sections where you're going really fast and you're doing like the loops and you're running, doing what what a Sonic do, mm-hmm. and then randomly it's like, oh, okay, now it's like a it's like a slower platforming thing where you have to fight a little bit more yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff, you know? It's like and it's all like in the same level. Mm-hmm. And I felt that Sonic Unleashed broke it up to a point where it's like if you're in a daytime and you're just Sonic, it's all speed mm-hmm. and you're just you're running through. It's how fast can you get through? How good are you at like reacting and stuff like that? Finding mm-hmm. secrets, all that stuff. Like it's it's all speed and it's all good. Daytime Sonic was awesome, mm-hmm. and then at night. Because he's he's infected with like canthropy or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was like the negative energy of yeah. the Dragon Balls. Yeah, the Dragon Balls. <laughs> yeah, when he was Dragon Ball. and he got juiced out. It, it, yeah, Goku made too many wishes, <laughs> and in all the negative energy of, of Goku's wishes, 
Knuckles or whatever the fuck <laughs> was absorbed into Sonic and then he uh. became a werehog. <laughs> he became a werehog and the nighttime levels, it was like it, it was more platforming, but it was like the slow paced thing mm-hmm. that they sometimes try to do in other Sonic games and it was all combat. Mm-hmm. It was so combat focused that you actually had combos that you can do. Like you yep. could you could pause the game and look <laughs> at a combo list of things that you can do and you can do there was a combo called the show hog ken yeah okay and that's that's my favorite combo to do in that game but regardless like i love that i thought it was so cool it would have probably been better if instead goku stopped making wishes and then he didn't infect sonic mm. with with the werehog ness <laughs> whatever the fuck and instead they probably just introduced a new character like if those were like knuckle levels maybe yeah, like how sonic adventure was where you had yeah, characters with different exactly things. yeah yes. if it was more like that maybe if they just brought knuckles for like the fighting sections mm-hmm. and it's like all oh, sonic and knuckles 3 or whatever yeah. or like a reboot or something like that it would have probably been like it, people would have probably liked it better because mm-hmm. it, it was weird it was a weird game but actually playing the game was really fun i liked i liked the nighttime levels i like having to fight you know punch all these egg robots mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they were called and do all that stuff and stretchy then during the arms. day yeah straight with stretchy arms yeah that was weird he mm-hmm. got stretchy arms too he got like abilities that like where the fuck did those abilities right. even come from? I don't. They they, they took him right from no Smash sense. because you see his force Smash turning one of them. Sonic Unleashed makes no sense, but I like it. It's such a charming game in its gameplay. Like I just it it's fun. Those daytime levels are still some of the best Sonic levels I've ever played. Like they're super good. I don't know. I really like Sonic Unleashed. That's probably one of my favorite. That's probably my second favorite Sonic game ever. You I know like what I'll say lot. about that? And the thing is, like, the, the problem with me, and I, don't, I didn't even give it enough chance to get to a Werehog stage. I played the demo. <laughs> Damn. And the problem was, I don't like the weight of modern Sonic. And his physical weight. Like There's floaty, some things that like jumping. Like the, the, when he jumps and when he does his homing attack, mm-hmm. it's such a disconnect from what I'm familiar with Sonic Adventure. Like, I just, I loved how that felt. But when the modern, and this is the thing that it, it, it's, it's with all the modern Sonics now, they've adapted that thing. Even even now, it's just like, I can't, when he's running, if you don't have to jump, I'm all about it. Just yeah. running and sliding and yeah, It's a floating this night. Right? Yeah, this, the floatingness was gone. Just like no weight heavier. to it. Even, even when he does the homing attack, it just feels really stiff and awkward. Like it doesn't, it doesn't flow okay. in the way that I'm yeah. familiar with. And I, I can see that. Even when you chain them together, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh. It, yeah. it, that threw me off, but when when he's going, he's going. Like when when, <laughs> when that boost running. meter is up and he's running, when he's he running. Yeah. Well, anyways, fuck you. I like that game. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That, I'm so glad Sonic Mania and things like that came out because I mean, yeah, it's a little bit yesteryear, but you know, it's, it, it keeps the things that Sonic did well that I liked back in the day. I love. If they did Sonic Adventure 3, just do what they did with the Insane Trilogy and all these awesome remakes like Spyro oh, and just pull up like the, a like a remake, yeah, remake. pull up the stuff that Capcom made that good remake. and give it to us now. That's Sonic is a game that really Sonic is a character that really just needs the right kind of attention to reboot him. The movie yeah. did well. I hope that means the games will take the same attention. I haven't it, seen it yet. You tell me it's good. It is. I'll go watch it. It's it's very Sonic. It. You know who enjoyed it? Who? Remember that kid who hates the Sonic community? You freaking freaks. Remember that kid? Oh. You, your actions have consequences? Your that, actions. He wins. You remember and he that. Gets the... <laughs> remember, Sonic fan, okay? Oh I, my I know God. more than I'd like to know. You, you are. You're a big Sonic fan. I thought I liked Sonic games because like, usually when a Sonic game comes out, uh, with the exception of the, the most recent titles, pretty much anything after Colors, mm-hmm. um, 
I think there's actually only been like two games that after college. Like I'm saying that like it's been like a generation right, of Sonic games right. that I missed out on. But yeah, I would always buy them just because I really liked them as a kid growing up. It was really fun. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm a Sonic fan. I don't really know anybody else that likes Sonic. But in comes Killjoy. Seems like. <laughs> Let me tell you something. All right. Tell you, let me tell you something about the lore. The lore <laughs> yeah. of Sonic outside of the Sonic games, all right? You seen that kid that hates Sonic games? He fucking loves <laughs> yeah, them now. The com- <laughs> community lore, yeah. The com- yeah, community lore. Oh the worst gosh. kind of lore. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, absolute worst the fandom, kind of lore. Bro. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not steeped in them, but I know of it. And- the fandoms, right. yeah. There's one game. I was going to save this as the last unpopular game that I actually ended up liking. But I kind of want to talk about it right now. Tell me. I just want to talk about it right now. Tell and me, this is me. this is a hot take, dude. This is a hot take because I know for a fact that people I know that are close to me fucking hate this game. Okay. Okay. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I I like I platinumed it <laughs> when they released it again on PS3. I platinumed it, but is it a good game? No. But do I enjoy it? Yes. Okay, and that's Devil May Cry 2. I don't oh, hate that game. I'm here thinking you're going to hit me with that deadly premonition. What I was the like, fuck? dude, what No, the- that's a good game. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good game trapped in a bad game's body. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's, so that's I have to hear this Devil May Cry 2 Okay, thing, dude. dude. Okay, I have hold to hear on. this. I, I I already prefaced it. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> uh, continue prefacing this that with big boy the, disclosure. It, it's not a good game. It's not. It's, I I will. I am never going to convince anybody that Devil May Cry 2 is is a good game. And I, I wouldn't want to because I would be fucking lying to your face. Okay, <laughs> it's not. It's not a good game. But God damn it, I like it. Like I had a good time playing it. I I like the art style. I like the the enemy designs in that game are so cool. I just I love it. The the trash mobs in like their their skeletons. The aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the aesthetic of the game I felt was really cool. It was I mean they're all Devil May Cry games are dark with the exception of like, mm-hmm. you know, some like the remake or whatever, but or or DMC, it's not a remake. It's mm-hmm. like a soft reboot and yeah. that game was soft. <laughs> but the the enemy designs was so cool, man. Like the the like the the skeleton soldiers with armor, the goat beasts um, some of the boss fights look really cool. Like the, it was called like the or- Oranga, Oranga something, mm-hmm. the Oranga fuck you, whatever it was called. Is like you fight a gigantic orangutan, and it, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not out of this world. It's kind of basic. It's mm-hmm. like oh, a demon orangutan. Like, they, have you they, seen one? That have you seen an orangutan up close? Like, it's a demon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well now imagine if the, if that if if that got all the bad juju from Goku's wishes. <laughs> that's what that's what the orangutan boss in Dolmen Cry Two looks like. Okay. Okay, and it's just like it, yes, it's a little uninspired, but it's not. But it's not. It's still cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. It just doesn't wow you. I mm-hmm. think that's that's the issue with the the aesthetic of Devil May Cry Two. Is like it just. It wasn't wowing anybody, and it doesn't really stand out. Like I feel like it just fits the quota of being cool and nothing else, and it just stops there. And that's not enough for people because Devil May Cry, like Devil May Cry One, was it was pretty unique mm-hmm. in in its enemy designs mm-hmm. and just its overall design. It's just it was a very unique game, and Devil May Cry Two seemed like it wasn't very unique. In its design, it just mm-hmm. seemed like it, it was kind of bland. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you work with the House of the Dead engine. I'm sorry, that's just what happens. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. I will say one thing: the levels in that game sucked. The levels in that game were horrible. I, I, don't, I have zero positive things to say about the levels in that game. I only like the enemies, and that's the coolest Dante I've ever seen in my life. His outfit oh, and yeah. that, like his coat and shit, oh, yeah. all of it was fucking cool. The different swords that you get. That was like that was another thing I think people didn't like about that game, like the different weapons that you get. Like you 
get a lot of different guns. Like, that game has more guns than anything. Mm-hmm. And you only get, like, three different types of swords. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, they didn't like that because it's it's only swords. But they were playing with a new gun mechanic. You want to get more guns. But yeah. Then. Yeah. No, and I get it. And it's like... It, it it didn't it didn't have like that appeal of, of like Devil May Cry One for instance where right. it's like you get gauntlets you know like you get gauntlets yeah. and you get like all like these different other weapons you yeah. get weapons that are not swords you right. know when you, when you fight and stuff and it's just you have something else to mix it up with and Devil May Cry Two when you get like a like a new melee weapon it's just another sword mm-hmm. it has different properties and it does behave a little differently and even has I think different combos maybe yeah. I don't, I might be misremembering yeah, you're that correct. but I mean I love swords so it's like seeing Dante wield like a great sword was fucking was dope as fuck i love that like that was my favorite weapon to use that game so i i can still go back and play del mercury 2 like it's it's not a great game but i can still go back and have fun with it and i did i bought the the trilogy when they released it on ps3 the mm-hmm. first time and i actually ended up platinuming all three del mercury games and when you told me yeah i was in complete shock that you actually managed to do every possible thing in dmc 2 i did i i beat the shit out of the game the only the only thing that was bullshit was uh you had to avoid a certain glitch in the bloody palace because mm-hmm. you could just get stuck like in the ceiling Oh, wow. Yeah, like, you would spawn in, and if, like, you jump the wrong way or something, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, like, you, you didn't you didn't praise enough gods or whatever the fuck it is that triggers that glitch, like, you would just get stuck in the environment, and you're, like, on, like, the, like, level 900 out of, like, a 1,000 that you need to make, and it's like, well, fuck you, you gotta restart, because it's an old-ass PS2 game, and, you know, it, it's not gonna unstuck you. You know what stuff, I'm saying? So that sucked. That's really impressive. Is the fact that you can remember? You've played it enough to remember these things. I cannot tell you any <laughs> yeah. one thing in Devil May Cry 2 that stood out to me because I, I know I beat it, but I swear <laughs> I don't know if I deleted it from my brain or something. But you I know did. I just flew through that thing. Probably it was. I remember game. two things in Devil May Cry 2. Okay, yeah. I didn't even touch Lucia's game at all. I didn't touch her game. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Uh, fighting a helicopter. Yeah. Okay, and then shooting a coin and delivering a very cheesy line to the the main guy, bad guy. That's it. And I, but I know I played it because I have completion data, but I just, I think I was so, I don't know if it was late at night maybe, or maybe I was just beating no. it too fast. No, or your, just, your mind was just like, yeah, let's forget that happened. Don't make card three, baby. I'm not familiar with like my brain ever doing that. Cause like even bad games, I have like intimate knowledge of, but that's, like That's this, how trauma works. That's how trauma, <laughs> that's how trauma works. You were right, traumatized. My hypnotherapist is going to be like, okay, so talk to me about Death Make Right 2. And the child of me is going to be like, stop, please. I can't. Don't. <laughs> Don't make me go back. <laughs> Two sometimes was cool, though. That, this is the first time I was introduced was to that cool. shit. And yeah. It was dope. It, it brought the it wall running. Running up the walls and flipping mm-hmm. off. Yeah, it it brought all that stuff. It had a secondary character that you can play as, which it was the first game to start that because mm-hmm. Dermot Cry 1, you just played it as Dante and that's mm-hmm. it. So Dermot Cry 2 started the whole, oh, there's like a whole other character. And Lucia played way differently from Dante. She mm-hmm. was she was super different. She did she was awesome, and I like her Musa, and she's my favorite Devil May Cry girl. And I'm very upset that they just keep bringing back Trish. Yeah. I hate Trish. They keep bringing her back. She's, it's weird. She's his mom, or she looks like his mom. Stop doing that. That's that's creepy. No one likes that. And then they bring Lady, which is like, she's all right, I guess. She's, she's not bad. They know who likes it. They that's know what they fucking, mean. That no, part. stop that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was, I was really surprised that she didn't show up. Spoilers if you haven't touched it yet in Devil May Cry Five. Like I was just like, I thought this would be the big collection of everybody. Yeah, dude. But Lucy, Bullshit, man. Like, See, did, I hate that because I love Lucy. I bring her back her? and make her play. Did he forget? about her or is he are they really just trying to distance himself from two that much? i mean how dare you distance Ugh. yourself from it but then acknowledge that the events of that come after that like what? yeah like like they put it in the in the canon they put it in the timeline but nothing from that game ever appears ever like nothing ever comes from that and i hate them for that because 
Just bring back Lucia, bro. Even if it's like her own spinoff yeah. game, I don't care. Just give me, just give me something. She's cool. She's the coolest one. Right. She was young enough to where she would not be aged to the point where she's like retired out. And clearly, age oh, doesn't matter. Well, Del May Cry. Oh well. Spoiler alert: If no one has played the not good game that mm-hmm. is Del May Cry too, but Lucia's a demon, so she's not gonna age. Or the same an way. angel or something. No, right? she's a demon. She's a demon. There's no, there's I thought she had like some angel thing. There's going on no there. angels. She's like a seraphim or a cherubim or some no, kind of like. No, and, and everything, everything is a demon there. Huh. Everything. So, so she. May look angelic, but she's she's still a demon. Oh, there's I no, thought she was, there's no angels I thought in she was some like again. I don't remember the MC doing no. Yeah, no, maybe you know, maybe maybe you should play. I'm not gonna. Look, I already I'm made just, a deal with you. you that I'm gonna play Skyrim on stream. Yes. Okay, I just yes. And if you if we're segueing into our next thing, that is something I have to say about what the fuck? No. <laughs> I'm, I'll mute your mic for real. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a podcast where we should talk Skyrim. Skyrim, Skyrim saved me. You know, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know how you see those. You know you see those chicks on social media where it's like, I I rescued this dog, but really the dog rescued me. That's Skyrim and me, okay? Like, you, I, I, like you may think that I saved Skyrim from the wall, the the shelf at GameStop, but it, it saved me from 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 the shelf of life <laughs> I, mean, I know he's not, I'm the, I know that praise isn't falling on deaf ears I know people love it it's just alright well no we'll save that for the next yeah, segment alright because that's big old pause yeah big old pause on that because we're still talking about unpopular games that we like not popular <laughs> games that we dislike alright and I'm gonna say you talk about Skyrim in like the last 10 you minutes so I can fucking ignore it and, 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 and then edit it out the damn podcast <laughs> anyways, anyways any fucking ways was there a, was there an unpopular game another one that you liked yeah yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> we'll be out here fucking love Skyrim <laughs> oh my goodness it's great right, so there's another niche one it's, I mean, it's, it's not niche, but like just because the Sonic fan in me was remembering it as we were talking about it. Another Sonic yeah, game, another Sonic game. Holy but shit, But this is way man. back. This is Dreamcast. Like, Jesus this Christ. And too much. This Sonic. is blasphemy for a lot of people, but like I think Sonic Shuffle was a really good party game, bro. Like really good party game, bro. I- I don't even know what the fuck that is. See, that's how you look at that. You're <laughs> I don't, here, you're I don't know what the shit? fuck that is. Right? Is that a card game? It's well, like it has card. cards. Of it course, has cards. it's called no, Shuffle. It's, 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 it's Sonic's take on Mario Party, okay? But instead of... I already hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played this game, and it's already a game that I hate. Let me, I'll say, I, I feel like the, the maps, the map um, obstacles, the mm-hmm. objectives, the mini games, all those things were really fun. I actually like them more than Mario Party. Yeah, Mario Party oh, has shit. the has the has the freaking you know the legacy to it, right? But mm-hmm. it's just there's something about it that was so fun. And I remember doing this hours. I actually had a group that we would religiously do it. Like it would be our opener thing yeah. before we went to the other co-op games. And before you play better games. I haven't played it. I can't talk shit. I haven't played it. I'm, I'm just upset for what you said before. It's, it's, the only thing is like it just wasn't received well at all. Like at yeah. all. To where it just it it didn't sell. Mm. It's really just one of those things that's hit or miss and Mario Party just killed it. Like it was Sonic that's Damn. Sonic's been trying to to keep up for the longest time and I feel like they have the right idea but their execution just fails all the time. That's the problem. Their execution just suffers but it was so fun like i still have it i still have it Damn. i still play it because oh, it's so, shit. It's possible just, stream 
Sonic yeah, shuffle if I, can, if I can ever, you know, I'll have to do that thing where I can get the it to work with the Dreamcast. But Why don't you just emulate I, it since you already own it? I think you can. Yeah, but I feel like there's it. some. I feel like you know, there's some, some people who just want the feel of me okay. booting up and running off an actual okay. Dreamcast, but. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's a good time. All right, well, an- another Sonic game for Goku. Oh, yeah. You yeah. are a Sonic fan, dude. Holy I shit. I can't hide what I am. You're, you're okay. such a Sonic fan that it makes me feel like I don't even like Sonic. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know I do, but it's like you it's have like all Sonic this... Shuffle? What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, you, you know all, like, this super niche, like, Sonic shit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man. I, I, I like Sonic Adventure. I'll bring over Sonic the Fighters one day, and you'll... What the... Another... I don't know what the fuck that is either, dude. What, holy shit. Yeah, there's, there's the whole... There's like a whole bargain bin of Sonic games that I just have never game, heard of. There's a Sonic game that's like a it's like an arcade game that you play with like a mouse yeah. wheel. You know, like the like what? a roller ball. Yeah. There's a Sonic. What? Okay, enough. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. You are not allowed to bring up any more Sonic games. <laughs> we're we're gonna end up talking about the entire the library. Sonic, <laughs> like yeah, the the whole Sonic compendium. All right, enough. Pick another game. All right, All right okay, <laughs> pick okay. another game. Okay. Um, something unpopular that I liked. Yeah, or you know, just uh, maybe something split like Monster Hunter Tri was. But it's probably oh, not popular. It's like split. Yeah. Yeah, it could be that too. I want to say Dragon's Dogma was there because what? it came. The split reason between why who? between Skyrim because between, it came around the same time. No, no, hold on, no, no, no. I mean, like split between the community between like people oh, no. either that, hate that, it or, or or love it. I feel it was a big meme though. I feel it was like a love on a memes thing. I mean, it was a Bro. fun game, but like honestly, the most time I ever seen people talking about it was just them gaming on all the the gaming okay. shit. Like, no, man, no. T- t- like almost three million copies, I think. Probably like two was million. It that much? Yeah, it's wow. a lot. So I no, think I was it, in a. I think I was in a private bubble back then. You were okay. It doesn't count. All right, ready? I got count. you. I got you right now because okay. this did not get any sequels, and this is probably one or the other. Asura's Wrath. Okay, I don't know okay. anybody to talk about okay. that. Right? Yeah. And the reason why is because it was too much of like a like an interactive movie. There was mm. the way they the way they the way they sold it in the trailers. Yeah. It looked like it was this big open world action beat 'em up game. And it ended up not and being that at all. At all. It was just cutscene the fighter. It really was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it really was because even in the times when you were playing as um, Asura and you were doing yeah. like mob fights, it was just tertiary shit to get to the boss, and the bosses are the only thing that matter. And they were huge cinematic spectacles. Where yeah. you weren't even worried about a life bar. You were actually worried about your rage meter. How much angry you had. <laughs> how was, much angry you had. It was how you went from victory to victory. Is that quantifiable? How many angries yes. you have? It's actually a scale. It's, it's a, a scale. scale. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's right next to Kelvin. It's, it's, it's right next to Kelvin's. <laughs> but, like, the thing about it was... Angries. Just how you talked about Skyrim saving you, like, that game came at, like, a really good time yeah. in my own life where I needed College. a good outlet. And that was like the beginning of college, right? Yeah, well, mid tier. I was actually halfway into college. No, I was actually living in my own apartment at the time. I think it was like my, my third junior year in college. Damn, I thought that game was older. No, no, that's you see, but that's the thing though. You don't even Shit. remember it enough to, to remember. No, that. I never played it. Look, I never played it. Either way, cutscene the game, okay? Cutscene yeah. the game was, I mean, on, on, a, on, a, on a greater level. Even if you're not playing it for the game, the concepts mm-hmm. and the ideology of the character and what he's going through is so transcendent. Like, it speaks to bigger things. I mean, we've always talked about, especially me, I'm a big control person. I hate the idea oh, yeah. of not being in control of a realm of space yeah. and define things based on what people feel is ordained. That game speaks to that to such a level that you fight God, okay? And That's I'm not really what you want, right? Yeah, you, you just want to fight God. That's that's really what you wanted. That's right? your fight. My angry has to get me to that yeah. level. No, but like I won't go any much further meter. than that. But like, there's an encounter 
where you are literally asking yourself like, it shouldn't work, but it's working because I understand the motivations behind it and the, mm-hmm. the tools that have got me to this point. I deserve this, you know, like I earned this right to defend myself. This platform I built myself and I am putting it against everything else. It's not something that was given to him. It wasn't ordained. It was, he defies fate to a point where it's cataclysmic. Get Shit. into it. Even if you don't play okay. it, watch it. It's a no. good ass story. Write to your senators. <laughs> Email Congress to get it remade and I'll right. play it. And don't let them, you know, fight you with nanomachines. Let's fight you with nanomachines, son. <laughs> Oh my god! That no, that game is popular. All right, so that that doesn't count. If you were if you were about to say that, uh, no, 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 that, no. Before you get right. into that, again, it I think I think memes count. tend to dictate the memes level of intent. If you can get memes on your content, I think people care enough about it mm-hmm. to joke it. You know, there's a game I've been thinking about that I know I know the community was was hella split on, but more towards like the negative because they didn't continue with with this style of game. They actually could they actually went back. And went back to revisit what made the series popular in the beginning. But mm-hmm. um, I was going to present this as my game, but I know it's also your game. So I'm just I'm just going to name the game and I'm going to let you take it away again because mm-hmm. I know it's a very special game to you. But Resident Evil 6. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I ruined a controller playing that game. And not in the way that you think of, like, that wasn't raging or anything. There was just some things where you had to, like, roll the stick. And, like, I remember rubbing the thing, but... I loved Resident Evil's when they went to the action rolling type mm-hmm. stuff. I love that. I love it. I know so people good. want the, the tanky like they love what Resident Evil remake did. I love it too. It's good, but it's Resident like Resident Evil Two is fucking good. My th- my remake. argument always is if I've been fighting zombies for fucking years, there's no way I'm gonna give you the same bullshit that I did when it was new. Yeah. All right. I should be more capable. Right. Combat rolling, dodging, attacking, like getting in there should be something that I practice. I'm a professional zombie killer. Let me show you, okay? I'm not sneaking around and stumbling over myself and injecting myself with all kinds of heroin just to juice up, okay? I'm capable. And the thing about it is that people are so looking for the horror thing, but again, I've done it enough times. What am I fucking afraid of at this point? You can't no. surprise me, umbrella. You've thrown, <laughs> you've thrown tentacle monsters and demon sharks and the damn, the, the, the damn tyrant and the nemesis. Everybody's there. The next thing you do, better wake up really early in the morning because I'm fucking ready for you. <laughs> and I don't think people understood that. They were just ready to be scared again. It's like they wanted look, a horror game, yeah. You want a horror game? Let, let talk to Konami and let them get Silent Hill back to you, okay? But Resident Evil at that point. They had they they knew that they had already gotten so comfortable with it. They had to reinvent it for you to get scared again. Look, you can't tell me the same things in life should make you if you unless you have a, a phobia of it. Right. You should not be a, this a zombie phobia. Oh, zombie. You think someone has you that? Want, you a want zombie talk about, phobia? If you want to be scary, all right. You want to talk about something that was actually scary in the Resident Evil Six? There's an area when you're in. You know, we're gonna call it Wuhan because of everything we're related to right now. Wuhan? Okay, yeah, because of the coronavirus and all that. Oh wow! So, there was a liquid monster that was literally you couldn't destroy it with anything. You had to put it in a meat grinder, okay? And that thing, you would shoot oh, it, and it would split apart, and it would yeah. come through the walls. That was genuinely terrifying for me because if you didn't have a competent person with you, that thing could could catch you in an area where your your friend could not get to you. And we get you in that stupid stun where you're rolling the stick and moving it, and it's just <laughs> yeah. murdering you. It's yeah. just murdering And then, on top of that, you can get to the end of it where you actually kill it and still fuck it up. And then just get chewed up in a meat grinder with it, all right? Oh. There's, and then you have to do that all again. You have to suffer. That, to me, that was just as uncomfortable as fighting rebirths in Resident Evil 4. 
those freaking baby noise, shaky, wobbly things that you had rebirths. to use an infrared. Yeah, you um, had to use an infrared um, thing to were shoot. Were they the called wing. rebirths? Yeah, or regens. Sorry, regens. No, I think there's. I think there's. Another I think it's a re- I think they're called regens. Re- you can look it up. Yeah, but those things up. that there was one that was like an Iron Maiden too. That when it pulled you in, it like spikes you to death. Ooh. You had to use infrared light to shoot very niche parts of it, like very important critical things, or you wouldn't kill it. Unless you had a shotgun, you just obliterated it. Otherwise, you needed that. But that was it. But everything else was fine. I expect to kick zombies, suplex them. It's called a regenerator. I, th- I thought so. Regenerator. Is yeah. that what you said? Regenerators. I, I was rebirth. Oh, I you said rebirth. Yeah, yeah rebirth. Okay, regen. Yeah. It was that. It was but a yeah, regenerator. Look, I don't know, guys. You want to get scared? You got to find a game that's... I mean, I don't even want to hear that from people who are like being afraid of Five Nights at Freddy, okay? And they, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Like, when you're talking about fear, fear's, fear's a, a process, okay? You have to build up on it. You can't just... You can't throw somebody into something that's unsettling. You have to build that. You have Atmosphere. to introduce it. Mm-hmm. You have it's a, it's a handshake. Then it's a long term relationship. Then it's a divorce, <laughs> and then it's a recovery. That's how fear works. You can't just oh man, look at this. All right, yeah. you can't pre-establish that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I know, and I agree. And and that's also a game that I thoroughly enjoyed. I think you and I co-opted. That all game of it. To Every completion. campaign. Yeah, all three campaigns. I think it was three campaigns, right? Yep. It was three. It was the Leon, Chris. the Chris, and the Wesker, the Jake Wesker. Yes, that's right. His his son or whatever. The not spoiler because you're probably not gonna <laughs> right. play that game. <laughs> but yeah, as a third person shooter, that's one of the best. It's really fun. It's just it's a fun game to play. And I know like most of these games, that that's what it comes down to. It's like how much fun I have playing them. Mm-hmm. It can have a lot of problems with it. It could not be exactly what I'm looking for for that particular game. But mm-hmm. I mean, as long as it's fun. I don't know. I, I don't think it's Dude, too what bad. Can you, what, really, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I know what people wanted out of it. And we got it now with Resident Evil 2 Remake. You got it in 7, you got it in Remake 2, you're going to get it in Remake 3. And look at you, she can dodge, okay? She can combat roll things, she's got an instant move. Don't tell me you don't like it now because the nemesis (laughs) will kick the shit out of you for 20 whole minutes if you don't do it. (laughs) I'd be surprised if you last 20 minutes against him. Well, that's what they say, this motherfucker hangs around. He's not going to do the Mr. X thing. He's not going to hang around and leave. He's going to be like, yo... I it's need good. to eat this person. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you corrected that because I felt like that statement was going in another direction, <laughs> and, and then you reined it in. Yeah, well, somebody's gonna. They're already, they're already audio swapping it. They're already audio swapping it. Making a soundboard about you being a Resident Evil poivet. <laughs> look, I'm yes, s- look, exactly. You know, they know damn well whoever put that together is on that shit too, because there's a lot of very long, drawn out, gore related murders that really don't need it to be that way. But... All right, no, but I feel like that's more for like I think that they're trying to get the squeamish people, and then people who are have something for that, they're just like they're just creeping on it. You no, know, they just creeping they're in doing the it distance. Like, oh, they know yeah. exactly what it is. They're I'm sorry. There's no both. reason why some of these creatures do half the kill. They can kill you in so much more efficient ways, and they do all this extra. They're just there for the pageantry now. Yo, look what I can do with all ten of my hands. All ten. You, you can only use one and finish this, but whatever. Do what you gotta do. I'll just reset and kill you another way. You fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know, you brought up the series Silent Hill already, and actually that reminds me that there's a couple of Silent Hill games that I really liked that I know people didn't Shattered like. Memories. I don't even think I don't even think it was a it was a split. I'm I think sure people Shattered just memories. for sure. Uh, no, Wii no, one. I think people like that one. Really? I think the they, Wii one? I, they better have. That game was good. Yeah, I, <laughs> what dude, the fuck? That was a good horror game. That was back when people were still thinking the Wii was on this way out as this garbage thing. I, I, if you like that game, 
talk to me, okay? Because we had a lot to I'm talk talking. about doing yeah, that Yeah, I, I liked it, but that's actually not the game I want to bring up because I honestly don't think that game was, was received I don't think it was poorly. received at all. <laughs> Shit, I'm I don't super, know. You... I didn't know it until you told me it was there, bro. I did yeah. not even know it existed. Until <laughs> well, that's true, but it was on the Wii. But um, no, I think the and it's a toss-up between two Silent Hill games that I actually like. I, I like them a lot. I don't think they're I don't even think they're bad, honestly, but I'm gonna pick one and I'm gonna pick the, the latest one, Downpour. I know people didn't like that game. Which one was that? The one where you're the military guy? No, that was Homecoming. Homecoming. Homecoming was a military guy with Alex and Downpour was oh shit, I forgot his name. I forgot the character's <laughs> name. My bad. Maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, no, but Silent Hill Downpour, I like Silent Hill Downpour Which a lot. Was that? Was it the one with like the, the, with the one of the levels of minecart where like everybody's like frozen? Like you're going through like a mine and you're on like a cart and people are like frozen in time when you flashlight them they come to life. Was that one of those? Was there a sequence like that in there? Well there was you were like in a in a mining tunnels mm-hmm. and there were like these like uh, they look like giant bats, mm-hmm. kind of, but like furless bats, mm-hmm. and they had like really weird faces. Was it the Alan Wake of Silent Hill? That, would you say that's what it was? Because <laughs> um, no. I can't remember. You no, gotta, no, you gotta no. Bring me it, back. Wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. Well, uh, Downpour is the one that starts on the prison bus, and the prison bus gets uh, derailed, mm-hmm. and then, oh, mm-hmm. congratulations, you made, you made it to Silent Hill, you bitch. <laughs> you that's gonna, what I you're thought gonna the movie was going to set up. No, I it, that. Well, it did at the end of the second second Silent Hill movie. Yeah, they they set up two. They set up Silent Hill Origins and Silent Hill, um, or well, maybe not Origins. Uh, they they set up Homecoming and Downpour, mm-hmm. I believe, because mm-hmm. like you see the truck coming and mm-hmm. um, the main character of Homecoming comes back to Silent Hill via truck, like mm-hmm. a, an eighteen wheeler picks him up. Um, downpour. No, no, this is Homecoming. <laughs> This, tr- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This homecoming, right. yes, yeah, yes, yeah. This homecoming. Um, and downpour is the one on the prison bus. Mm-hmm. It starts on the. You're, you're getting moved to another to like a worse prison. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's super get, bad. So we gotta take you yeah, to a super jail. Yeah, you, you're being very naughty. So like, you have to go to the worst jail. <laughs> so they so they're moving you to worse jail. And I guess I guess someone doesn't know how to use their fucking GPS or something, but you, you end up in Silent Hill. Surprise! Uh, I like that game. Fuck anybody that doesn't. <laughs> that game is good. I know why. I I can. I guess I can what understand they why like? I didn't like Tell it. Me. Um, the story was a little. The story was definitely a little lackluster. I felt like when when it came down to like the twist of it and Silent Hill games they, they tend to have like a bit of a twist there's usually like right. a like a big revelation moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of deal to it where you where you realize something about the story that you thought was true or like it was like leading you to believe something and I'm like well no it's actually this but it's like I, I know I what I described is, is a twist but yeah. I feel like giving a twist is like there was like no deflection and I feel like usually when like there's twists there's usually some type of like deflection mm-hmm. I, I don't know or maybe, yeah, maybe not maybe it's still a twist it's, because it does kind of just it's come out of nowhere deflection because you, you, it had, the only way that works though is if there's enough clues in the process of the game right. that make you feel like you have figured it out, and then they get and then you. they switch it. Yeah. If they just twist it to twist it, like freaking, um, like that one movie that just came out, um, Dragon Quest: Your Story. Don't. If well, they do I it like Dragon Quest if so they much. do it like that, then it. it's bad. But like like you said, if they have enough bits in it to where you've already kind of tried to piece something together, like Shadow Memories did that perfectly. They pieced that shit so good. Anyway, keep Fantastic game. Yeah. Well, whatever. It was a twist. It, it has a bit of a twist to it. Um, it wasn't like a big twist, mm-hmm. and you probably kind of see it coming. Tell already. me. I'm curious. Spoiler for me. I'll never play. No, I want people to play this game. Oh, Fuck damn all of you. you. So- damn all of you. Look at you. He, he, you made him conscious of your existence. Exactly. I could have learned something today. No. I have to go on my own. And oh. I think you should. I think you should. I, I'm. I'm going to focus on what I like about the game, mm-hmm. mostly because I feel like there's still a couple other games I want to talk about. 
Um, and we're trying not to make this a super long podcast. Right, right, I felt right. like episode one was like what two two hours and you forty have to minutes. Learn. Look, it was yeah, it was too long, and I want to I want to try to keep this one a little shorter. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna talk about what I like about it really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the gameplay of it. It kind of had this. Uh, well, Silent Hill's always kind of had this, where like like for instance, Silent Hill two. Like you move throughout Silent Hill, so it's like technically like an open world thing because you you can go back, like you can backtrack and stuff. You can go right. back to areas and stuff, so you can go back and try to find items and stuff like that, right. and like solve like different puzzles. And some puzzles have you going back to older areas so you can like solve right. them or right, find right, right. you know special items or whatever the fuck. Um, Downpour, I feel like did it very cool. It just it had like a really cool game design to it, where the main character has a fear of water. He has a th- hydrophobia. No, the other one. As there's like another, there's another word for it, thesala, th- thesalophobia, thes- something with a so T and So it's not H. a direct fear of water, something about water, like a, like a constant of water? I, is he, I don't is know he about, a fear of drowning? Probably. I don't know, I don't know enough about... I mean, there's some brain. people who are afraid of like standing water, too. Like, they can't be <laughs> around... Right. Well, he wasn't that. <laughs> but, but he had thesalophobia, he had thesalophobia, and... Um, it was cool because when you were outside and it began to rain, that was like a mechanic in the game where randomly it would just begin to rain. And when it started raining, all the enemies became way more hyperactive mm-hmm. and they were more aggressive and they would actually, cause usually like the enemies kind of like patrol like an area, like you'd run and like, there's like an enemy maybe like hiding behind like a garbage can waiting to like scare the shit out of you or mm-hmm. whatever it is that they do in their free time. Um, they're just, they'll sit there and wait. But when it's raining, they start walk wandering beyond like the area that they're usually hanging out in so it's like they'll come and find you and like the the range of like their detection for you is increased also so it'll see you like down the street and they'll start running towards you yeah so it's like you start getting like attacked by like everything in the area so it becomes like very dangerous to be outside like in the rain and i like that dynamic of it because it's like you're out there trying to find like ammo trying to find like a key or whatever it is that you need just looking for items in general and it's like then it starts raining you're just like oh shit i need to get out of here like you know it just it kind of put like how do you deal with the rain you hide you have to go indoors so it's like and that was another thing i like about the maps that you can go in a lot of the houses like whatever area you in there's like there's a lot of like indoor sections that you can go into but it's like those indoor sections some of them obviously have monsters also and some of the monsters in that game were actually really fucking scary Mm -hmm. there's like a ghost monster one probably one of my favorite enemies in that game to fight uh, yeah, it's intangible. It's like you can't see it. The only way you can see it is if you have your flashlight on, and then you see its shadow cast in the environment. That's cool. Yeah, it's like you don't see. People hated this. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, and I know they didn't like it. I know for a fact people did not like Silent Hill Downpour. It but has I, to be the I, story. Dude. It probably it can't maybe. Be the yeah, it's probably because the story wasn't that great. Um, and it's just like, and, and I guess it was like in the Unreal Engine. Maybe like they didn't like the look of it either. I don't know. But the regardless, Red Engine days. Yeah, it was kind of muddy. It was it was a little muddy. It it didn't look that great, honestly. But it was so cool, man. Like the like the the ghost monster. Like you have to cast its shadow to like to see where it's coming from, and it's there like punching you in the dick, and like you're trying to find keys and and health and whatever it is that you're finding. And then like while you're running around, what you have to do is that it, it it's a ghost, and you have to find an object that it possessed. And it's usually I think it was always the same thing. I I could be wrong, but I think it always possessed like a a, a mannequin. Huh. So you have to like search the area, wherever, wherever, whatever house you're inside, because it only appears indoors. Um, so you have to search whatever house you're in, and you have to find the mannequin that it possessed, and then you have to beat the shit out of that mannequin, and that's the only way to stop it. Like, I'm laughing like, at the idea of you 
punching this fucking mannequin and it's punching you at the same time while yeah. you're punching this mannequin. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Congo line of punching. And you just like and you have to sit there, you have to find it. But it was such a cool gameplay design because it's like I actually felt fear against that against that enemy mm-hmm. because it's like it would show up and I'm like shit I can't fight you mm-hmm. but it's like it's not like UH horror games where you can't fight at all or whatever right. it was like you can fight but it's like, it's like you have to fight it in a special way mm-hmm. and that special way is finding like it's totem which is a mannequin or whatever but it was so cool because like it wasn't sometimes it wasn't even like particularly like in that room like you have to like, kind of like walk a little bit out of your way to try, try to mm-hmm. find it like there was like one where you're in a library I think mm-hmm. or it might not be a library but it looked like a library at least on the top floor maybe it was a school I don't know but like the mannequin was like on like the third floor and this shit was whooping my ass on floor two and I'm like yo what the hell where's this mannequin dude it's just like it was I don't know it was good the enemies were were scary some of them some of them were kind of goofy um but the enemies were scary I liked it when there were certain parts where you got to um where you got to puzzles and like a weird like black hole would follow you around and like you have to like maneuver through like a maze area to escape it and if it touches you it's an instant kill Mm. like you die immediately and the level is flooding so like it's flooding you have to run out of it the things are about to like catch you i don't know like it was i felt like it was a really fun game like i really like silent hill downpour like i don't it's probably the only game that i've mentioned now because i usually have like a lot of things about the games like don't make cry too like i know why people hate that game mm-hmm. like it's, it's very obvious but downpour it's like i don't know i feel like that's a game that can sway people like if people put enough time into it if you didn't like it at first but if you actually stick with it i feel like that game can turn can change your opinion i feel like it can be turned around i don't know man the thing story so strong with Silent Hill, and like if i feel like yeah. i'm not doing anything <laughs> leading to anything it's gonna feel like a wasted time it it, it does I, that's actually that's exactly the feeling you, you actually put it into words perfectly that's probably what it is it feels like the story really doesn't go anywhere for a long time you're just kind of running around like oh now mm-hmm. i'm in this place this place also sucks because it's still silent hill mm-hmm. and then you're hoping to get to another place that maybe some cooler store will come by it doesn't not until the end like in the end it's like that that story is like end loaded like they put like all the fucking stuff like at so the end an and it's like son of a bitch mechanics. that's probably what it was Ex- yeah it was but the mechanics were good i think like as a game and as a horror game i think it's worth it like if anybody could find it for like cheap or anything mm-hmm. like that like i think it's worth it What's i think that, it's worth PS3? yeah it's a ps3 game unfortunately and it has not been it's Updated, not on, ported or anything. Yeah, it hasn't been ported. It's not on Xbox backwards compatibility because it was also on 360. I assume it was. Um, yeah, it sucks. But yeah, that's that's another game that I really really liked. <laughs> I wish more people liked it so I can get more of that specific type of game. Well, we almost had it. Yeah, we we almost had we it. We almost had it. You know, again too. Another game that is going to have a get canceled too. Another Silent Hill inspired thing from the konami group got canceled it got canceled yeah. okay man I, you know i'm not even gonna go out of my way to look into it because i'm, I'm upset that they're just that i don't have a silent hill game <laughs> in my console chance. right now you know why there, because there's a lot of red tape between it and the movie that's coming up you heard about the movie now no right? yeah so the director the of the first one is taking a shot at the third one right okay i'm i'm down for that yeah and so i think they're kind of banking on that first because okay, there's a lot of me. there's a lot of tie-up yeah. Just just make both, you bitches. Do we have time for another positive <laughs> do you, game? Do you make both? Um yeah, yeah, we, we have time. You know, I'm gonna I had said that I wanted this podcast to be like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. but let's just we'll, we'll keep fast, it going a little bit. We'll keep it going a little bit. But the thing I'll I'll be I'll be real quick with you, even though we did the last one really long, a lot of people have never sat they didn't do a whole sitting. I think we've had like maybe four people that did a whole sitting of the yeah. whole two hours. But people maybe. have been putting it on their queue and using it as a like time 
through the day. Okay. And they've listened to a little piece of right, section. Well, so just so you know, so don't feel too worried about it. Right, well, bl- blame Killjoys for this four-hour podcast <laughs> we're going to do right now. <laughs> no, but let's go. We'll, we'll be really quick. Two, um, two more hours. <laughs> so as you're talking about Silent Hill, there was a game that was very much Silent Hill inspired, but it was co-op. It was called Obscure. And oh shit! This is a game that I I I I'll bet money that me mentioning that brought up maybe some people who are like, oh, I love me some old school horror. Like I love like I know what you did last summer and stuff. Obscure but, is so good. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, and yeah. I feel like I do that too much, but it's like, bro, I love Obscure, and you and I co-op that game as yeah. well on the Wii, bro. Take it away, man. I love but that the game. Thing Tell is like, about and it. The thing about that was is that what it did great. It, it did the B-movie horror thing where, like, you got mm-hmm. the high school punk or kids. Who I think it's college. College kids who really just are all unique and everybody's got this kind of flavor. And then what Like was an cool, archetype. Very archetype. <laughs> yeah, very archetypal-based characters. Yeah. But what was good about it is it had the Silent Hill flavor. It had the enemies. It had the aesthetic. It had the, 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 the mapping and the items and the puzzles. Then you had the co-op. And the thing that was super cool about it is that the narrative was not so character driven that you needed to have one particular person outshine anybody because anyone in the cast could die at any time at any point in the game they could die and what was so good about it is that the game would pick up immediately with the next person no matter where they were and you could leave so like you could switch to characters whenever like you could leave somebody one area leave somebody other area for these really dynamic puzzle things and then if somebody died then your character that was left alive would have to pick up where it left, and you can go to their body, you can pick up the things you lost, I mean, all that was there, and it was so dynamic. And doing it in co-op was also really tight because you really needed to be good with your partner because the further away you guys got, the harder it was for y'all to move. You had to be kind of like, you had to stick to each other. Yeah, and it was like, I don't think it was split screen. I think like you shared like one screen. Complete shared screen, yep. Oh my God, that was like the worst. (laughs) But, I I mean, I still like it though. You you and your partner, if your synergy was good, you can really get by. And and, and there were so many endings. We got that synergy, boy. so many endings. And (laughs) I remember one thing, and this is the part that got me stuck. Because there's an area in the game where you're you're met with a very tough obstacle. There's a creature just like fucking up a hallway. He's just coming down the hallway, fucking, and he is basically the hallway. You can't get yeah, around he him. Big. There was an area where there was a, a a rusted lock and there was no key. Okay, but there was a room, the chemistry room, that had a vial of acid and a foam cup. Okay, <laughs> you had to take the acid to the lock. In the foam cup. So in my Fuck brain, it. I'm thinking, they're not so advanced to where the acid's gonna burn through this cup, right? It's more like just a, a tertiary thing. No. Motherfucker, the minute I poured that <laughs> shit in there, a timer was going that I had no idea. I, I'm there taking my time, you know, I'm moving to the area, yeah. I couldn't even remember where the lock was. So I'm like, okay, I got time. When I got there, big ass fucking hole in the styrofoam cup. And they were like, <laughs> the, the game was telling me, uh oh, the, the acid burned through the cup. And I was like, okay, I'll go get more. Bitch, that was a cup. Of three that I had to do this with. I only had three chances. I thought it was just a bunch of infinite cups to play. They're like, no, you got three times. And all while that's doing that, this thing is coming down the hallway, getting closer to this fucking... I'm like, what is this game? Why is it hurting me? Why is it doing this? Why is it, why is it caring so much of my accuracy in this puzzle? We're like children. It's like, I just want to play a video game. I just want to have a good time. Yo, this came straight out. I think we were working at GameStop. When that happened, when that game was out, so we're still teenagers then. Hell yeah! And I remember bumping into it because I just saw it on the shelf. And there's so many games that happen like that. You just yeah. see it on the shelf. That's Bujinga. How the fuck you got that? But anyway, I grab it. I'm playing it. I'm listening to like, 
Oh, like an off-brand Blink-182 opening, and like everything's just happening. <laughs> off-brand. Yeah, you know, everyone's getting like these title cards. I'm like, what the fuck is this game? And then it flipped a whole script on me. I was like, oh my god. It's surprisingly good. What is this? Surprisingly and then they had a fun. sequel. They had a sequel. Obscure 2, which was a little different from the first one. A little one. bit different, but I don't you think know. they had like the character switching. Mm. And I don't I don't think characters died permanently. No, they didn't have that. Yeah, I think they like changed it for because I don't remember that in the second one. No, the second but, one is the one I remember the most. Yeah, but oh obscure. Obscure was if you're super good. If we ever get to the point where the people who made their listening, you guys did a good thing. Uh, yes, you guys did please. a really good thing. Do, do more. We more need... co-op horrors. There <laughs> yes. was a, you know, the man of Medan is such a good thing. Co-op horrors. It. It's good? Yeah. And, oh, dude, shit. You, you gotta watch some gameplay of people straight up ditching their friends in that game. They're like, oh, no, I gotta go. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude, I can't help you. <laughs> There's a couple that streamed it a while ago. I can't remember their names, but I, they had a long conversation yeah. oh, afterwards. Shit. Because they're like, oh, you gonna help me? He's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Bye. you figure it out, right? Damn. Call Pars. You know what? When that PS5 comes out with that sweat detection bullshit, sweat okay, detection. and you're <laughs> out here playing monitor. horror games, and they can feel your heartbeat and your oh, co-op shit, friend's heartbeat, yeah. and they're like, "Man, somebody's a little more yeah. susceptible to this fear. Let's go fuck with." Let's him. go fuck with him, yeah. Specifically, you know, um, I'm gonna save the conversation about that later because one, that might not even like happen mm, yeah. just because they have the patent for it doesn't yeah. mean that they're gonna implement it. But mm. if it does happen, I want to have like a whole episode dedicated to like horror games and that yeah. <laughs> and talking about how that's gonna fuck us up and all the things that they can do with it all the potential that they right, have right. Uh, with a bioscanner I don't, I don't know I don't know what the fuck I it's mean called. I have my own black mirror theory with that too but, you know, <laughs> oh shit that. <laughs> oh shit you know what's um another game that I really like uh, I mean I don't I really don't know how it was received I, th- I think it was like it was just like a mediocre game to most people it ended up getting a sequel in the sequel, that's it. That, that was like the end of the series. I didn't like the story of the sequel at all. I felt like they fucked up what they set up in the first game. But gameplay-wise, it's still good. But I want to talk about the first game, mm-hmm. and that's Prototype. Do you remember that game, Prototype? Wow. It was yeah. You know, it was like bloody Spider-Man. Wow. That's like, yeah. it, was, it was very, it was very yeah. angry and aggressive. It was Spider-Man. the MTV Spider-Man. Yeah. Just yeah. that alone. <laughs> it was so good. It was definitely running like on that engine because mm-hmm. it felt very spider. Just like the movement and stuff, mm-hmm. like how the game played, it felt very Spider-Man. Until you elbow dropped from like a high building. Onto it was. A tank. It was so fun. That game to this day, I think, still has the. That game to me is still my favorite like sandbox like superhero game mm-hmm. because of just all the abilities that you can do in that game like it was just it was so much fun like the amount of like just leeway that you had to just fuck around with the game like it was a sandbox game first and foremost mm-hmm. you know like it was just there like hey you got all these abilities like you know be creative ha- ha- have at it have a good time and i did i had a great time with that game it was super cool had a cool ass twist at the end of the story um, the gameplay was okay. It was a little stiff. It played a little weird. It was not as fluid as Spider Man. But then again, back in it was you know back in that day, like in like PS3 days, I don't think like any of the mm-hmm. games of like that and like that vein were exactly like pushing you have any to boundaries. Hold down something to run in that game? I don't remember. Yeah, you hold her too, like yeah. a car, <laughs> like yeah. a vehicle. And I and actually, moved, dude, that was one of my favorite things about that game is that it had like this like dynamic like locomotion system mm-hmm. where if you're if you hold the r2 button and you go into like your sprint mode um 
he will automatically vault over the environment Mm -hmm. and stuff so it's like you can just hold in a direction that you want to go to and he'll jump over cars he'll push people he'll like he'll start climbing walls he'll jump over a fence and stuff like that (laughs) yeah and the animations were actually pretty good for its time like it actually looked really cool it was really fun to see Alex Mercer is the, is the main yeah. character. It was really cool to see him like do like somersaults and like front flips mm-hmm. and shit. And it's like, it, it was one of the first traversal games. Traversal was fun. The traversal was to really where fun. You really didn't need a fast travel. Like you felt like it was. That's a good thing to me. A mark of a sandbox when you don't feel like you need the fast travel. Like exactly. Getting around is because really good. yeah, because it's just so entertaining. And to me, that that is probably one of the most important thing about open world games. Like obviously next to like a functioning mm-hmm. and fun combat system, because otherwise, like, what's the fuck's the point of running around mm-hmm. this space? But getting around has to be fun, and I feel like Prototype like mastered that, like the the movement in that game. Again, while while it could be a little stiff, the stiffness mostly came from like the fighting because like the fighting was kind of wonky. It's like you lock yeah. on, and it's like all your attacks go like in that direction, and you kind of it kind of did that thing that like older games did, where it's like you would attack. You would throw out your attack and like your body would like fucking slide yes. with yes, the attack. I, that, I yeah. hate that. I hate that so much. But it's like, you know, I guess it, it makes sense for that game because like you're fighting like gigantic virus titans and shit. So like maybe, maybe you need the slide. If you didn't have the slide, you'd probably be dead. But <laughs> it, dude, but the, the, the movement was so cool. And like this is weird and not really important. But one thing that I always remember about that game is that I, I'm not sure if like the other Spider-Man games had this. They probably did, but... I think Prototype was like the first game that I played that had like a different animation if you wanted to like change your direction while jumping midair. And, yes. and it was really cool yes. because yes. like if you it, like for instance if you were to like jump off of a building and you're like oh psych I don't want to do that anymore I want to go back the way that I jumped from you can hold back like at a certain part of the animation and he'll actually kind of like he'll stop his forward momentum and do like a whole backflip mm-hmm. you can do like a really cool backflip really and then you'll just correction yes yeah so like it had like animation for like his like corrections for for mm-hmm. his movement and i don't remember seeing that in other games around that time but Did, i really oh, around liked that time, it yeah, yeah around it that time probably, probably spider-man would have been the only game that had something like that yeah and he was running on that engine it was an activision game yeah. so you know they had uh, they had the rights mm-hmm. to spider-man around that time and they were mm-hmm. making spider-man games based off the I think there was like a movie one around that. No, there mm. wasn't a movie one. Yeah, yeah, all of them were basically movie ones. The Tobey Maguire era, bro. No, 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 that was PS2. I'm talking about a prototype was PS3. There was a Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, no, it was. Um, you sure Spider-Man Three didn't come out on PS3? Did they even make a game for that? I feel Spider-Man like they 3? did for Spider-Man Three. I, I don't know, but there was a <laughs> Spider-Man game out a little bit before Prototype, but I don't think it was about a movie. Mm-hmm. It was like its own. It was like its own thing. I, yeah. I don't know, but I wasn't really into like Spider-Man games like that back then. But Prototype was my shit, dude. That is a game. I, I they also released that again on PS4, the first and second one, and I platinum both. Um, the first one was platinuming. just yeah, I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a platinum fiend. Um, I actually You're did good, that. Huh? Yeah. That. How was two received? Was that good too? Or like? I don't think so. No, I don't think people like that. I I didn't like it that much. It, it gameplay wise, it was good. The map was smaller, but because it was smaller, like the game looked better. It looked mm-hmm. a lot better. Like no more prototype like, one was ugly. And trying to reach. reach yeah. Like, the draw distance was better. And all exactly. That. Yeah. Prototype one was an ugly game. <laughs> like I'm not gonna defend that. Like it, it. Prototype one only had gameplay and story, but right. it's like that. That's it. But prototype two actually looked like a game. Mm-hmm. It looked like a respectable <laughs> PS3 game, mm-hmm. but the story was bad. Like they kind of, I don't know, they went in a direction that just it, it wasn't cool, and it makes sense because of like what happened before. I don't know, it was strange, but I really like Prototype One. I really wish that they would remake it, like re-remake it, and so they can remake two with like a better story, and I can enjoy it again in like PS5 graphics. It's not gonna happen. It wasn't that popular. Um, 
they I don't I don't know what the hell Activision is doing right now. Uh, but they're probably they're probably not doing those types of games. Mm-hmm. So like no, it's never gonna happen. Probably took them out anyway. Infamous oh yeah, there, way there, there was a lot that. of comparison between that game and Infamous around that time. Even though they're nothing alike, really. Right. Like they do, they don't play the same way. They don't have like the same feel. Like they mm-hmm. they just both happen to be like urban, urban, well, right. urban, open world games. What the fuck's an urban? Right. But they just happen to have like the they happen to be the same genre. But like they're not alike in the way that like Call of Duty is like any right. other military shooter correct. it's like it's correct it, yes they both have guns and stuff like that <laughs> but it's like when you play them they're completely different like call of duty does not play the same as like a medal of honor game because right. medal of honor was around back in the mm-hmm. day um but yeah they're, they're not the same like and right. anybody who plays them could tell you but yeah mm-hmm. prototype is sick i like that game i know people don't like it that's fine i think it's cool give me a sequel haters <laughs> I, I, I i'd call for that because i do remember having a lot of time a lot of fun whipping a helicopter and throwing oh, my whole body through it dude, and tearing it in half or like so getting the, the big fist and like literally is that a tank it's getting elbow <laughs> it's getting the people's elbow <laughs> you know what talking about prototype i'm actually gonna go reinstall it because you know I, I bought it digitally mm-hmm. on i don't even think they did a physical release for the ps4 thing so i'm just gonna download it again i'm just gonna fucking play it and <laughs> live out my fantasies right? <laughs> i know I, I had a big fun with those kind of games too i remember playing like again, like the MTV Spider-Man, it's like amazing or something or spectacular, where you get to be Venom and like. Uh, yeah, I think, why do you keep calling it the MTV? Because one? it came around during the era and it had the same, the same. It had the same narrative universe that the MTV Spider-Man did. Did it really? Because yeah. I think I played that one. I think I played that one they on don't GameCube. They look the same, but they use the same. Yeah, I remember. You, you get to unlock Venom, and like the game gets like ten times better because yeah. Venom's ten times cooler than Spider-Man. And then it actually showed the whole like how we got the Spider-Man symbol on his chest and everything. Mm-hmm. Very cool. But then um. I like some of the Hulk games too, because the Hulk games had that same shit where you could like, oh my oh, god, forget the right. where you could freaking rip a taxi and then it becomes boxing gloves and you fucking oh, wreck it up and you can I, jump and dude, leap and run and everything. And I forgot they made a, they made a Hulk game. Is that is that one of your games? Is that your unpopular game that you like? Not really, because that was one of those things that like I played in passing and I remember just like having it. It was like one of those things like I rented it, beat it in three days and called it a day. It was not something that I could sit there and be like, oh yeah, like you know what? If we're gonna be like real, like on the superhero things, the Superman game, Superman game on the Xbox. Did I play that one? I don't remember that. Was, oh was, shit! Yes. Yeah, the one where Dude. like you don't die, but it's like if the city's health goes yeah. down too low, you fail. Yeah, yeah. That and was cool. Flying was fun. Like you really opened up with that guy, and like that's the thing. I feel like superhero games back then, like they always got the one mechanic right, but then everything else fell to the wayside. <laughs> like being yeah. Hulk, like like example, like being Hulk was very Hulk. Like yeah. you're you're punching the ground, your your gamma radiation, your anger is coming up. You run up the walls, you're flipping, you're doing everything. Superman, you can fly yeah. really fast, you have all the powers, but it's like once you once you stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And then the game kind of slowed you down. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, I remember in one of these whole games I played, you, they took me out from the open world and they put me in a facility, all right? A small little, like, science oh, lab. Oh, and then you have to play as Edward Norton? No. And you have to get around? I remember that, though. When you have to sneak and, like, just get the one bop and then yeah. you, you, know, you turned into the Hulk in the facility. But because oh. you had no room to get around, you just had to, like, punch, the, punch your way through stuff. And yeah. It's like, no, Hulk needs room. Like, Hulk and claustrophobia are not things, okay? That's why, I think that's a big allegory against claustrophobia. Rip your way out. Yeah, I I, I do feel like I need to say, like, sometimes they probably hear me laughing sometimes. I don't see how animated you are. 
Like anyone listening right now, <laughs> Killjoes, when he starts talking about stuff, he's a very animated person. So like his, his arms start like waving and swinging and shit, and he kind of has like this like bounce to him. Okay, so you don't know. I'm not just fucking laughing at nothing. All right, I'm not just a fucking person that laughs. Okay, at nothing. He's a DC character. Yeah. The, a DC character. Wow. The Astral Rex that laughs. Oh my god, that's the yeah, that's my superpower. I just fucking laugh, and they made a, a movie about me with. Fucking, and then it won an Oscar. And then it won an Oscar, yeah, and that's it. Don't don't laugh at my laughing. Um, I think the final game I want to talk about. Wait, unless you had another game, because no. I'm gonna close it out. Okay, no. there there is one game that I want to talk about, and it was popular within its community, but the community just wasn't very big, and it wasn't because people played it and hated it. I think just like nobody like gave it a chance or like cared enough. Probably probably like yeah, this is not my type of game. Like there wasn't enough of a fan base behind it. Um, so, like, I don't know if it fits the, the theme or not, but it's a game that's very close to me because my brother and I played this game a lot. Like, it hit us hard. We got, like, oh, addicted, wow. like, almost immediately. Like, it, it came out. I was like, I don't know, man. It looks cool. I like the graphics. I like, you know, like, the art style, the mm-hmm. aesthetics of it. It looks like it might be cool, but it's like, I don't really play this genre. My brother's like, oh, well, let's just check it out. Maybe we'll like it. Holy shit. Yeah, we did like it. We fucking loved it. It was, it was great. And that game is Paragon. Paragon was wow. so good to me. It hurts me to remember. I know, right? Not, not a bitter way, because I liked it. It's just, it hurts for what, it, what happened to it. Yes, yes, the, the tragedy of, of Paragon, of Darth Paragonus. <laughs> and it just, like, it, it, to me, it was the best MOBA. Because I, I have played other MOBAs mm-hmm. before, not a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I played some MOBAs. I hated them all. I don't like the top-down, point-and-click mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. That's not my style. But Paragon brought it, you know, like, it was it was visceral, you know? Like, it, the ca- like the, everything with, like, how, like, the camera worked to, like, how you just, like, it was focused on the fighting. It just felt so good. I mean, like, for better or for Perspective worse. Perspective is everything, bro. Yeah, exactly. But for better or for worse, it focused on the fighting. And that's one thing, like, I know that's kind of, like... Uh, usually it's MOBAs have... It's counterintuitive to that, yeah. I guess. Like, most MOBAs, like, they have a lot more going for them. Like, the jungles are very, like, complex things that you have to, like, play around. Like, it's it's all about, like, outplaying your enemy before you even, like, get to the fight, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, like, from my understanding, that's kind of, like, how MOBAs work. Yeah, to and Par- Yeah, and Paragon, it didn't have enough of that, and, like, I understand that for people that wanted that, but... Fuck it, dude. Like, meet me in, in mid lane, and that's it. It's a it's a fight. You'd like, dude, it was so good. Like, I would be mid laning as Gideon, right? And then, like, I would just, I would tell my brother would be like hiding in the jungle, like, you know, like, like an assassin, like, like, a, like a lion or a tiger waiting to pounce on his prey, just there. And I, and I just there, and I just, I do unsafe things. I, I leave my tower, I go too far out, and I'm like, hey guys, I'm here. I start harassing the other mid laner. He starts trying to like fight me back or whatever. And I know he's pinging his teammates because I know they're fucking coming. Like, they're hitting all the, they're hitting all like the little sensors. I forgot what the hell yeah. like, the wards. Yeah. They're like hitting all of them. Like, oh shit, they're coming. I'm like, get ready, Justin. The whole team's coming. And like, the team comes and then it's just like it it goes from like that leaning phase where it's like oh, all right i'm trying to build my trying yeah. to build my character trying to you know get that exp on shit and then and if no fuck that like everybody in mid lane and it was just a slug fest like mm-hmm. everybody just shows up and everyone just fights and it just it felt so good to fight in that game mm-hmm. and one thing that i really like about that game is that yes the itemization mattered um, obviously, like, if you have, like, a really good deck, because that game used, like, cards and, like, mm-hmm. decks of cards mm-hmm. as, like, the, the itemization for it. Um, if you had, like, a really good deck, yeah, you were at an advantage, but it's, like, 
I could still dodge all your fucking hits. Like if you're an ADC, you, you still have to line those shots up, you know? Mm -hmm. and, like, and and it, it was hard to do that in that game because a lot of characters had a lot of good movement options. And if they're like, all, since it's like third person, it's like a little bit, not really over the shoulder, but kind of over the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a little displaced. It's weird, but it, it's it's not Resident Evil Four, right. but it is technically over the shoulder, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's like if someone got really close up on you, it was a little hard to shoot them, mm -hmm. you know. And I kind of like uh, people complained about that about that aspect, but I kind of like that because as as a ranged carry, as a ranged damage carry, like your job is to not let them get that close to you. Right. You can't let them get that close right. to you because that like they've outplayed you. If they're if you have a gun. And your enemy is punching you in the face. They have outplayed you. Yeah. <laughs> you know they have fucking outplayed you. That is your, that's your fault. Right. You have a gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, and it's not like you're not doing damage. You're you're an ADC. You know, mm -hmm. like you, your whole thing is damage. Your whole kit is right. for doing damage. Right, right, right. You know, so it's just like, I, I felt like it was fair. I just felt like it was a fair thing where it's like, even if I didn't want to dive too deep into the card system, I could still get by on technical skill. Right. I could still just be a better fighter mm -hmm. and win these fights. And I did that. I would do that. Like there was a time where I was just using standard decks. Like when you had, when you were playing like a new character or just any character in that game, really, you would get like a starter deck, mm -hmm. and the starter deck sucked. It didn't have shit. It was, it, here's some health cards. Here's like one damage card, maybe, and an award. <laughs> you know, so you didn't have any options of what to do, or you didn't have much options. Uh, there was like no, there was like no crazy way to use like the starter decks to see like, oh, maybe you can get overpowered. No, it was like the most basic shit ever. Right. And like sometimes like where there was just certain characters. Because you, you had a certain amount of decks that you can have, mm -hmm. which is one thing that was kind of annoying. So it's like you had like, let's say like 10 slots, mm -hmm. and there was like 15 characters. So there was going to be five characters that you wouldn't be able to save a, a, yeah. a, a deck for. Right. So that was in the beginning. They changed that, I think, a little later on, or they gave Correct. you like yes, more space did. or something like that. Yes. But in the beginning, I remember I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just not like, I was, I was too fed up with that. I was like, I don't want to have to keep deleting a deck and making another one. So I'm just going to use a starter one. And I was fucking people up with starter decks. And these people had like super custom decks that had really good cards. They were mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. And like, yeah, like it, it, it was an uphill battle for me. It wasn't like I wasn't mopping the floor for them, but I wasn't losing. Right. You know, I, I wasn't like just getting right. worked the whole match. I wasn't feeding them. Like I actually managed to hold my own because I had technical skill right. I could dodge in time I could land my hits and stuff like that I was like I was I was very slippery when mm -hmm. like going away and stuff like that I played like around the tower and right. stuff like I felt like I could do that in that game that's something I didn't I don't feel like I can do in some other MOBAs that I played well there's I mean there's like what two on memory that I can tell you that are third person based MOBAs and that's smite and uh one That's the one. only one I know. Third person? All yeah. the other ones I know are top down. I, I just don't recall. But Shit, let me know so I can fucking give it a shot. The, thing, the, thing, <laughs> the problem with that, the thing is, right, with MOBAs, and we're not the third person ones, like the isometrics, yeah, the top downs. The original ones. Movement is all mapped to the same thing that you target and attack with. Like, you're not using yeah, your keyboard click, to move. So which not, I hate. Right. And the thing that is, is like... Because your perspective is so locked in on certain areas, you have to kind of be thinking ahead. Like, it's a very brain game. And I'm not saying you don't have to think in Paragon, but, like, you get your stimuli, your your field of vision, and your ability to move around is a lot greater than anything yeah. in a MOBA. Like, for example, I can't play League or Dota. Because I, yeah. I, can't, I can't do the item managing. I can't do anything. And it's not because I, I can't click around. It's just it's right. too much to think of. It's but too I much metagame. Yeah. But I can play Heroes of the Storm. And the reason why I can play that better is because, one, the items are not there. Two, your skills are pretty much cute to it. Three, the, 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 the route of the mobile game where you build your character, you do your damage is there. And there are objectives that I can always consider. When there are no objectives and it's just fucking tower between team fights and tower and farming, it's like my brain turns off. Not that I don't like it. It's just like yeah. 
I need. There's not enough to keep you there. And the thing is, like, I in those kind of games, I like to play more support roles. And as a support person, if I'm just sitting there being the healer and not really able to support the team doing the objectives that move the process, yeah. it's like, okay, that gets old for me very quickly. But here's a store I can play all the time because there's so many different things that I can be doing to help move the team. Even if I don't, even if we don't sit there and do the team fight and win the team fight all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a little dicking around that I can be doing that is absolutely <laughs> beneficial. Right, like you, you can you can contribute to the team outside of just following your ADC and like maybe dropping right. some health for and him. And I think I think the only thing that with Paragon that I didn't like was that kind of thing. I don't mm-hmm. think that hurt the MOBA people. I'm just sure they're more used to very they're more used to things that they're familiar with in their older games. Yeah. Because Paragon was its only kind of the time. It was. It still is. There still is no MOBA that's like Paragon. Smite well, I mean, is I mean more like, like, like a third person, not like oh. what Paragon does. Okay. Uniquely, yeah. just having that kind right, of right, right, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Um, I get that. I get it, but it's just like, you know, I, so they, they I took too it. long to release maps. And I, I know some MOBAs don't have more than one map. Mm-hmm. They didn't have enough characters to keep rotating things out with. I feel like... That changed over time because they it ended did, up with a but lot too of characters. Slow, too slow, too slow, too slowly. Um, I toward, towards the end, the release schedule got a lot quicker. Like yeah, we were getting characters like a lot sooner. At, at launch, they should have come a lot stronger. Personally, that's what I think really well, undid them. Well, that's the thing. It wasn't launch. It was open beta. Well, in their beta, they stayed in open beta too long. Then, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Well, from my understanding, from from what I hear, or sorry, from what I read online, is that it wasn't making enough money for Epic. Like it was, it was making money, just wasn't making enough money. And you know, as a company that's publicly traded, right? You know, your your goal first and foremost is to make as much money as you can. Unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes at, you know, sometimes like you know, at, at the sake of like being creative and stuff like right. that, or like actually having a fucking cool game. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they, instead they put all their resources into Fortnite yeah. actually. So that, people say that Fortnite killed Paragon, but that, uh, that's not exactly true because it's you not say like Paragon killed itself a little bit. No, it's like they just they 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 just killed Paragon and then decided to create Fortnite <laughs> or to put all their eggs in Fortnite's basket. Which yeah. I mean, in retrospect, I guess I guess monetary wise, it was the better deal. Of course, because it course. made them a whole bunch of more course. money. But it's like my thing is like you didn't have to destroy the game. Right. You didn't have to close the servers. Like you're making so much bank on Fortnite, you could have just kept the Paragon servers. You could just put out one last patch, mm-hmm. let people know, hey, this is the last patch. We're not going to be touching this game anymore. This is it. This is like consider this its finished state. Have at it. Go, go and play your stuff. There's, there's no more that we're gonna give you from this. If you want to keep playing, keep playing it. You know, because I can go back and I could play like Battlefield Three, and mm-hmm. probably still has an online right. community. Probably not a lot of people online, but it still has fucking servers. Or like Battlefield Four, it's like why can't, why couldn't Paragon just be like that? Why couldn't it just host those servers for people to play it? I'm surprised. Well, now that we think about the popularity being not as strong. Now I'm not surprised. Is that with all the assets being released, nobody decided to just make their own Paragon? There are people. There are people doing it. But is it good? Did oh, they do a good none job? Of, none of them are done yet. Oh, they're still in the process. They're still in the process. Wow. Yeah, I know. And there's even some people who I think is a better idea. People are just trying to make like they're trying to capture what Paragon was, but with like their own unique characters. They're not oh, reusing so assets. Using the assets. Yeah, there are some people who are using the assets. They're trying to revive like actual Paragon, uh-huh. and then there are the people who are trying to do like their own thing. I don't recall the names of these projects. I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm, right. I'm not going to say it. But there are other like Paragon-like MOBAs that people are working on. I hope they see the light of day. 
um, even if they're not great at the beginning, I know that with like the community support and feedback that it can be something special. So is Smite better than what they have right now? That's why they have to figure out how to compete? Like, I don't know what I've, Smite's numbers are right my, now. My thing is, I haven't, I, I, I've never gotten into any betas because it's all on PC right now, I don't PC game anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know how it compares, like, what they, what whatever build they're on right now, I don't know how it compares to the market, but mm-hmm. I just know that I tried Smite, and I, I didn't like it too much. Oh, there it is. The, I just remember the game that's comparable. It's called Gigantic. Do you ever remember that at all? No, Gigantic? No. I don't even think it came out. It was one of those things that was, like, in a long beta sequence, and, like, oh, the shit. whole thing is, like, both of your teams were building enough to summon, like, a titan, and those titans would fight each Bro, other. what the fuck? Yeah, I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> oh, oh, you said it didn't come out. I oh, think it's still in beta. Like, it's still in beta. Like, it has, in beta? A, has an official or, release. Really. Or maybe they killed it. Maybe they were just like, oh, it's done. We're Peep just going to stop. Gigantic. Gigantic? Okay, I'll, I'll look into it. Hopefully, hopefully it's something something special, something I can get into. Totally um, random thing, though. With uh, the up? game that we're playing that has heroes battling and whatnot coming out. Um, Bleeding Edge? Yeah, yeah. Would, would you be opposed to them adding a gameplay mode that has like MOBA aspects to it, like mobs and things like that to F- build in? It, it's funny that you say that because that game actually started as a MOBA. Huh. It, it, was it a, feels like it definitely it, did. Yeah, it was originally going to be a MOBA, but then they were like, yeah, what if like people just punch each other a lot? Just the team fights. <laughs> team fights the game. <laughs> yeah, so now they have, uh, the, it's, they, they changed it to now it's like it's like a hero team deathmatch thing. But right. like obviously there's like, it's not just kill the enemy team. There's like probably like a conquest mode, like yeah. a capture the uh, this team. Capture there's, there's, there's one where you have to like get like items and then drop them into a depository. And so like capture the, the flag and uh, conquest or something like that, right? We have to like hold a specific spot for long enough and then it's like yours. No, no, no. It's literally there's packets of things out in the world that you break and get collectibles of. And then you all have a, a pool oh, that you all pick. Yeah. So somebody okay. has six, eight, and ten. But, but and then you drop them into something and it adds to a okay. mark counter. That's cool. But they definitely still have that other mode where you like capture a point. I I don't remember it being Conquest. I just know they have, like... Well, I'm, I'm have... calling it that. It's not exactly that. It's more of, like, King of the Hill because your team has to be standing on it, and it's only, like, one point that you're fighting over. No, it's... it's, it's first, it, it rotates. You get Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, mm-hmm. and then right, they but... all open up. Oh, okay. So it's, like, one at a time, and then they then they. Yeah, it's, all ran- it's very random because sometimes okay. only Alpha's yeah. up, and then sometimes right, only yeah. Charlie, then all of them. Okay. Well, yeah, well, that's the mode I was, I was trying to describe. Uh, yeah, well, that game is, is not out yet, so it can't be popular or unpopular, but yeah, yeah. I'm very excited yeah. for it. I just I'm was gonna, thinking about it. I'm going to go hard in some Bleeding yeah, Edge. Too. That it's also going to be like the second Xbox game. <laughs> that <laughs> I first play. because they're actually getting an Xbox for the first time ever. That's right. Killjoy is getting an Xbox specifically for Bleeding Edge, so this game better be fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> it better be. It better be fun. And I'm getting it for the compete. low, 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 low price of a generous donation. So. Oh shit! Free ninety nine. Yeah, free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Five finger discount. Thank you. Wait, no, by I... the way, for that. I know you're listening. I'll talk to you about it later. Oh shit! I should thank you also because if it wasn't for you giving him your Xbox, I'd have no one to play this game with. I'd just be there by my damn self, filling a team with three strangers that I'm not even gonna get on the mic to communicate. Oh, you ready? With. Guess, what, guess what he called himself online? Cool username. Cool username. He has, cool username, I love bro. It. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been going on for almost two hours now. Again. Damn. Okay. Well, I guess because I, I do want to talk about. Because I know Kill just gets excited talking about things that he hates. 
So I do I do want to talk about some some popular games that we don't like. Games that people just oh, they fucking yeah, salivate. That. Yeah, that people just salivate over, and it's just like I just I don't get it. I hate these games, but. Uh, people love them, but we won't spend too much time on that one because I don't need that bad juju right now. I need that bad energy. Turn me <laughs> oh, into a warehouse. I thought we were going to save that for a whole other uh, a show. Should we? I mean, honestly, we have two hour mark. I think it'd probably be good to open another episode. Damn, like you, you want to open a whole ep- other episode just bitching about games we hate? No, because we could, as much as we could bitch for a very long time, I think <laughs> we could open a half of it and then like go into something else. Because this is more of like a nostalgia thing. Like, I'm going to be real. We flex on a lot of our own libraries. Like, we really okay. start to kind of show. We show people that we are patient enough to slog through things that a lot of people would have necessarily put by. Yeah. But now we're going to show them a whole other thing that we can't easily be swayed either. <laughs> can't easily, yes, no. Not not easily swayed at all. There is, there is one game in particular that I know that I played for, I think it was almost two days and i immediately traded it i didn't even want like my full money for it i was like just and this is just, a popular just, one yeah? yeah it's a very popular game i'm just like just take this shit back i hate this game um but yeah if you don't want to talk about it now that's fine we don't, just we don't tease talk about it. what was it it's destiny oh i, I was fucking, gonna start I with that hate too <laughs> and the worst part is i didn't have the short time i had a whole year with that game yeah and i hated every Fucking yo, moment. <laughs> yo, f- fuck it. Uh, another 20 minutes. No, another 20 no, you minutes. can't. No, we're doing it. Because I have this. There's so much pain associated with that oh, that I can go too no. long. No, we have, okay. to, we have to save it. Remember, all right, Destiny all right. is going to be at the top. Get your hate now. Like, get feel angry now sense. because we have a lot to say yes, about that. Yes, send all of your hates in a DM specifically to Killjoes. <laughs> at Killjoes on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter.com. Yeah, I'm ready. My DMs are open, right? Oh, ready. I'll fight you open. I'll make schedules for all of you. Yes, well, that's that's where you can find them. It's just Killjoes on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter. It's Astral underscore Rex. Astro Rex, yeah, you can tweet at me. You can preemptively send. What you can do is you can write out the hate message and don't send it yet, and then wait for the next episode. <laughs> and then when I put shit in talk, the yeah, put it in your drafts. And when I shit talk your favorite game, then just mash the enter button. Oh, and then also make sure you look at our Twitter account. It's coming up soon. It's gonna be at hybrid underscore class. Oh shit, we don't have that open yet? Um, no, it's open, but it's like oh. right now it's just it's a free it's a free agent right now. It's we have a free, to, we have oh, to, shit, we have to okay. clean it up. It's naked. We gotta dress it up it's and everything. Naked. Okay, it's okay. the same with our YouTube. You're gonna see that coming in as we move along. Because we wanna give yeah. you more opportunities to interact with us directly. And a lot of times Twitter sphere is cool, but like I noticed the YouTube comments get the fire. We want that ratio, bro. <laughs> Hit us with that ratio. <laughs> oh my god, YouTube comments is its own beast, but alright, I guess we'll Yeah, oh end one right final here. thing. For you guys wondering where to listen to us, okay, we're actually yes. on Spotify, we're on iTunes, mm-hmm. we're on, um, oh my gosh, the what's our splatter box? We, we'll, we'll put a note, but right now the biggest <laughs> thing is iTunes and Spotify are the newest things. This is the biggest thing you can find us on right now. Yes, 100%. Uh, my personal recommendation is Spotify. I love Spotify. This is not sponsored, by the way. Not, not yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> not yet. But I like Spotify a lot. I listen to all my music on there, um, and we're on there, so... You know, right. check us out if you're if you're right. about and it. Prepare yourselves for a lot of oh venom. Oh my god, it's, gonna be, it's, it's just gonna be the hater episode, dude. No one's gonna like episode three, but it needs to be heard. Right. It was to, this episode was too positive. <laughs> I can't I can't be doing that. Anyways, um, thank you, Kildros, again for another of course another fun recording. Time. Yeah, another fun recording session. We're planning on being back in another two weeks, you know, bi-weekly, another episode, episode three. Be on the lookout for it. It's, it's the hater episode. So, <laughs> anyways, um, thank you all for watching. We'll be seeing you around. Enjoy your weekend.